Hey, Tiger fans. You've probably seen Fort Hay State University license plates on vehicles around town. These official State of Kansas Tiger tags not only show your Tiger pride, but they also support student scholarships. Getting your own Tiger tag is quick, easy, and every tag generates money for student scholarships. Visit fhsualumni.com slash drive or contact the alumni office to learn more. Again, that's fhsualumni.com slash drive. Go Tigers! The officials today, Dwight Niebling, our lead referee, Brandon Moreland, the umpire, Bradley Hartsog, the head linesman, Patrick Clare, the line judge, Joshua Schmidt, the sides judge, Brandon Friesen, the fields judge, back judge is Quincy Smith, and Tim Ballou is the center judge. The coin toss kid tonight, Colin Harris from Wilson Elementary. Collins, our coin toss captain this evening. Dollar coin. Correction, MIAA coin, heads, tails, tails, and head. Collins is going to toss the coin for us. What is your call? Tails. Tails is the call. Collins, you ready to toss the coin for us? Tails is the call. It is tails. What's your choice? You'll defer. You want the football. Which way will you kick? As we stand. Northwest Missouri State won the toss. They defer to the second half. Four days will receive at the South. All right, there you have it. The coin toss brought to you by McDonald's. You can register to be the next coin toss kid for homecoming in two weeks when the Tigers host Lincoln. Do so by stopping by McDonald's and Hayes, Russell, and Joaquini. Register. If you win, you'll get two general admission tickets, a kid's game day jersey, and you'll get a walk out of the field and toss the coin before the Tigers and the Blue Tigers. It's all courtesy of Fort A. State Athletics, McDonald's, and Hayes, Russell, and Joaquini. Let's pause 10. 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to Fort A. State football. Still filing in. Probably won't have as big a crowd as we had last Thursday night. I say that. The home side probably a little bit fuller. The student section still pretty full, but it's going to be a good gathering. It should be a fun crowd and a fun and, and, and exciting uh, environment here at Lewis Field. Our opening kickoff brought to you by Simpson Farm Enterprises. New and pre-owned sprayers and parts. Visit SimpsonFarm.com. Simpson Farm Enterprises, Ransom Hayes, Great Bend, Beloit, and Grand Island, Nebraska. Of course, if you're listening in and watching on the MIAA Network, you can sync us up, download the TuneIn app, Tune in to KJLS Mix 103, and you'll pause us until we catch up with the video feed, and you can listen to the radio play-by-play along with the video of the ball game. Bearcats in all white tonight. They've got the dark Kelly green numbers uh, on the front and back with the green helmets and the traditional Bearcat logo on the side and a white face mask. Tigers are in all black, tops and bottoms, and helmets. Gold numbers trimmed in white with Victory Tiger on the left side of the helmet and their uniform number on the right. We're ready to go along with Rachel Fox, our producer and engineer, and Dustin Armbruster, Craig Carlin, our spotter. This is Gerard Welbrock. We're ready for Tiger football as Cole Lamel will kick it off for Northwest, high and end over end, and a fair catch is going to be called for by Trevor Watts at the 16, and Fort A. State will start their first possession of the night at their own 25-yard line, and uh, they will get their hands on the football first and see what they can do here against this Bearcat defense that is still pretty good. They gave up 33 at home last week, but there were six turnovers involved, and that makes it tough. Really, when you look at it, probably should have been worse. We talk about the quarterback situation in Northwest Missouri State, something that hasn't changed, the defense that has been dominant for so long. Shotgun for Jack Dawson. 
Travis Dixon will line up to his left. Cormany in motion. They give the ball to Dixon. Tries to run up the middle. Gets about three yards as he runs behind the left side of Philip Paris and Josh Shaw. Out to about the 28-yard line. So a three-yard gain on first down. Kobe Claiborne, one of the defensive ends out of Sioux City, Iowa, making his third career start here tonight. After a three-yard gain, second down and seven. Now that's the mark of Northwest Missouri State has been the defensive line. That's why that defense has been so good year after year. Dixon lines up right of the quarterback. Dawson, a pump fake, throws. He's got his man. It's a broken tackle. Horace to midfield. He's at the 45 to the Bearcat 40 and all the way down to the 32-yard line. A 40-yard pass completion, and Fort Hayes State is in Bearcat territory. John Pargo, the tackle for Northwest, but Horace slipped a tackle, and it's a big gain down to the 33. Oddly enough, I think that was a broken play because where Dawson was going to throw, there were two receivers running the same route and so Horace broke his off and came back into the middle it's a broken play that was succeeded because of the offensive line giving some extra time for what was supposed to be a timing route and Horace broke a tackle and he had some running room four day state down to the Bearcat 33 on the first possession of the game empty backfield for Dawson he's in trouble he throws it away Trevor Watts was the intended no target. foul for intentional grounding number 10's in the area Second down. Uh, Dwight beat me to the punch. The pass was well underthrown. Dawson was hit as he threw it, but Watts was close enough, and that's where he was trying to throw it. Good job by Dawson to get rid of it. That time he had no time. Fort A. State tried to go quick out of that and get a passing play to somebody that was going to break on one of those uh, cornerbacks that had run so far. Just the defensive line got there too quick. Two receivers to the left. That's Bryson Smith and Trevor Watts. Dawson rolls this way, throws incomplete. He led Watts too far. At about the 30-yard line. It would have been a short gain, but it goes incomplete. And now two incomplete passes, and it's third down and 10 for Fort A. State after the big 40-yarder to Jaden Horace. got to believe that you're calling plays as if you're going for this on fourth down. So you're not necessarily calling a play that is going to get all 10 yards on third and 10. Three receivers left. Horace, who had that big catch to the right. It is Smith, the tight end, Cormany, who now shifts back into the left slot position and Trevor Watts to the left side shotgun snap to Dawson three-man rush he throws he's got Watts who bobbles holds it in it's a first down to the 22-yard line he bobbled it for a moment but Watts is able to haul it in he makes the catch and the Tigers have their second first down they're down to the Bearcat 22. well and that's really tough by Watts to bobble that because he knew after the bobble he's going to take a hard shot but he found the soft spot in the zone and that was a bullet from Dawson First down and 10, the Tigers of the Bearcat 22 opening possession. They're going from our right to left, south to north here at Lewis Field, which is filled in pretty nicely here as we get this one underway. 12.58 and counting. Two backs in the backfield. They hand it off to Shane Watts. He breaks a tackle, but he's going to be overwhelmed and dropped at the 25. He'll lose three. He broke by one tackle, but there was a host of white jerseys led by their all-conference cornerback, Khalil Smith, to bring him down to the 25. It's a loss of three, and now second and 13. Something about that formation, the personnel, or the way that it was lined up, told Northwest Missouri State what was going to happen because they immediately on the snap flowed the way of that play. Well, big second down at 13 right now. Tigers added down to the 22. Now they're back to the 25 of Northwest. No score. First possession of the ball game. Fort A State moving it. 
Back to pass Dawson, a dump pass to Dixon out of the backfield. He's at the 25, lowers his shoulder at the 20, and gets driven out of bounds there. He was hit hard by Khalil Smith once again. They're going to say he stepped out of the 21, so he'll pick up four and bring up another third down for Fort A. State. They converted on their last one, getting 11 yards. They need about nine right here. Again, believe you're probably calling the play to make sure you have a shot at fourth down. You're, you're in field goal range, but... Threes typically don't get it done against Northwest Missouri State. Two receivers by the numbers on the far side, two here to the near side. Northwest Missouri State, three down linemen, yeah. but only one of them is actually in yeah. a down stance. The DNs are in a two-point stance. Dixon to the right of the quarterback. Here comes the blitz. Dotson throws. Look into the back end zone for Smith, and he overshoots him. He was well covered down that sideline by Shane Fredrickson. And the pass was too wide and incomplete. And what does Fort A. State do? They're going to bring on the field goal kicker here on fourth and nine. So there were three linemen. Two more brought. There's five on the on the way. And Dawson went with his first option to go to the end zone. He had an alley to run, but he's got to give his offensive line a little bit of time to pick up the blocks. He would have had time to throw. 38-yard attempt from the left hash. Good snap. The kick from Arndt is up, and the kick is good. A 38-yard field goal from Carson Arndt. His first field goal as a Tiger in his first attempt. And Fort A. State has a 3-0 lead with 11.30 to go here in the first quarter. Well, good job overcoming a play where you had an incomplete on first down to eventually pick up third and ten. But you see how drives stall out for Fort Hay State and the cause for them. And that was going negative on first down on the next series or the next set of plays. So you have second down and 13. And Fort Hay State tried to hit it just a little too long on the next two plays. Fort Hay State doing most of it through the air. Maybe it's the air game that's going to loosen up the running game for Fort Hay State a little bit. And now we get to see the biggest question mark of the <laughs> week in Bearcat land is what happens at the quarterback position. Uh, by the way, a nine-play, 55-yard drive, three-and-a-half minutes. Tigers get a 38-yard field goal from Carson Art. Our first quarter brought to you by Bud Light. Easy to drink, easy to enjoy, and remember to please drink responsibly. So Art will tee it up at the 35, 3-0 Tigers as they get a field goal on their first possession. They got it down to the 22, but then the drive stalled to the 21. High kick. Bearcats are going to return it from the six-yard line. Out across the 20 to the 25. On the return for Northwest is Dominic Myers, one of the running backs, brought down by Jackson Calzo in uh, special teams coverage. And here comes Northwest Missouri State from their own 25-yard line, which is where they would have had it had they called a fair catch. And they come out onto the field, and it is going to be the red-shirt freshman getting the start. Henry Martin out of Blue Valley North, 5 of 8, 75 yards, and an interception a week ago. He also ran for a touchdown. He's in the pistol. He hands it off, and it's going to be a short run for Jay Harris out to about the 27-28 yard line. Mikel Williams in on that tack for Fort A. State along with Jason Wallace. That was Evan Darville getting off the bottom of the pile. About a three-yard gain to the 28-yard line. It's second down and seven for Northwest. Here's the odd thing about with the Martin kid. You just have no idea what yeah. to expect. He played in the fourth quarter. Again, they threw six interceptions last week, and he gets the nod. He's going to run a swing pass. That is Tank Young and a good open field tackle by Mason Perez at the 29-yard line. 
Mason Perez with a great open field tackle on the swing pass. That may have been a lateral pass, a technical run, but he made an open field tackle. If he doesn't, there's running room and a big third down and six right here for Northwest Missouri State, who so far through two games, second of the conference, converting on 56%. They were 6 of 14 a week ago in the loss to Emporia State. Third down and six from their own 29. Back to pass. Martin, he's going to air it deep, and it's going to be batted incomplete. It was actually intercepted by Perez, but he was out of bounds. They were trying to go deep to Jamar Simpson. There was some good coverage down there by Benny Williams getting his first start tonight at Bandit. He knocked that ball free. Perez picked it off, but out of bounds, and the Tigers force a three and out on the Bearcats' first possession. Now, Fort Hayes State did a really good job of getting a little bit of pressure into Martin's face. You don't mind the, the play call if you're if you're Northwest Missouri State, I think, because you're down 3 nothing and you're, you're feeling okay about your defense. You want Fort Hay State to know you're willing to still throw the ball. I thought they might try a shorter pass just to kind of get the quarterback comfortable. Here's a high kick, not real deep, and it's going to go out of bounds well into the Tigers' sideline, and they're going to mark it at the 39-yard line. Oh, they're going to mark it further up. I'm sorry. I was watching the one official here. It's going to be at the 44, 43-yard line. 43-yard line. Either way, not a great punt. 29 yards, and we have a timeout. I was watching the wrong official. Fort A. State has their own 43. When we come back, we'll be back in a minute. This is the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. Number 73, offense. Five-yard penalty, first down. Well, those little things are just... Devastating against a defense like Northwest. Can't have them. Uh, last series, there was a tight end for Northwest Missouri State that planted Gavin Hazelhorse after the whistle. Much similar to the way that Fort A. State lost a guy to injury last week. Silo Setter out. That was a just a pile on when the guy's on the ground. There's a fake handoff swing pass. Bryson Smith's going to throw. He's got a man wide open. Trevor Watts has it to 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, down to the 5. First and goal. Fort Hayes State, 52 yards on the wide receiver pass from Bryson Smith to Trevor Watts. Shane Fredrickson saved the touchdown for the Bearcats. They're going to mark it right at the five-yard line, a 52-yard completion. Well, and you could read it coming out because Bryson Smith's route went the wrong way. And, of course, it's easy for us to see. We're the ones in the booth. But he ran that backwards. He ran it away from the line of scrimmage, so it was a backwards pass, so the double pass works. How about that throw right on the money? First and goal, Tigers. They're inside the farm implement and supply red zone for the first time tonight. Dawson rolling left to the end zone, incomplete, trying to go to Smith. The pass was a little bit wide. Austin McKinney was in coverage for Northwest. That ball really never had a chance to be caught in second and goal. And Jack had some running room had he decided to keep that. It probably gets it into the end zone. I, I think he needs to work on being a little bit more selfish here. Yeah. I, I think he's trying to make the right play by by script, right? By the way that it's supposed to happen. He he has room to run. Well, you've got to score a touchdown here. Second and goal from the five. Shane Watts is in. Two backs in there. Trevor is out. And they're going to hand it off to Dixon. And he gets nothing trying to run it right up the middle. And now it's going to be third and goal from the five-yard line. By the way, Farm Implement and Supply, Plainville and Hank Colby, your local New Holland dealer. 
Well, you're right. It was a fantastic throw from Bryson Smith. You remember last week, Bryson caught that touchdown against Pitt State. So there's a lot of eyes on him. That would have been the scattering report this week is if he gets the ball, be ready. He's wide to the right. Now in tandem is Cormany and Watts here just to the numbers of the left side of the formation. Dixon, the running back, will now line up as a receiver on the far right side. Third and goal from the five. Dawson to throw. It's intercepted inside the five. Here comes Northwest the other way to the 30. Hurtling over the quarterback. It's Isaac Volstadt with his first interception of the year. And it's right at the goal line. And, boy, Dawson threw that right to the outstanding second-team All-MIAA linebacker. And Forday State got it to the five and come away empty. Northwest has it all the way out to their own 38-yard line. First drive and now this drive. A pass to the end zone that was incomplete. Now this pick. Jack goes with his first read without actually making the read. He, he was getting rid of that football to that spot regardless of what the defense was doing. Bearcats have it at their own 37-yard line. Boy, four-day state, they get a three and out. They get a field goal first possession, then a three and out, and then the big hitter, and they get nothing. Here's a handoff to Jay Harris. He bangs his way around the right side out to the 46-yard line. Mason Perez brings him down there. But that's a nine-yard run, and, boy, if you're northwest, you can kind of sense they got a little momentum right now after the Tigers had them on their heels but get nothing with the interception of the goal line. There's eight minutes to go in a game or in the first quarter, but this is how you lose football games, yep. is not taking advantage of those situations. It's teams that are ranked in the top 25. Second down and one. They hand it off to Harris. He tries to stretch it. He's hit and dropped. He's going to lose a yard. Mikel Williams, the linebacker, came shooting through. He grabbed Harris from behind and slings him down to the turf. They're going to mark it at the 44-yard line. It's a two-yard loss and brings up third down and two. Make it third down and three for the Bearcats at their own 44-yard line. Great open field tackle by Mikel, who's having a phenomenal senior season. A strong tackle. He, from behind, grabbed the running back, stopped him in his tracks. He's 6'2", 207. It's Jay Harris, the running back. He's got to get the carry again up the middle. He's hit. He won't have it. Doesn't appear. He's still moving there. They blow the whistle. He's at the 46. He's going to be about a yard short. We'll see what Northwest decides to do. He ran it right up to gut. Evan Darville holding on to bring him down. Northwest, fourth and one. It's 3-0 Tigers with 6.55 to go in the first. The clock is stopped for some reason. I think they're going to uh, – initially, I think they're going to measure. Okay. Then and then it, they made yeah. sure they were spotting the football where it was supposed to be. Fourth and a yard. The Bearcats are their own 46. They bring in Tank Young at running back. He'll line up to the right. Of the redshirt freshman, Henry Martin. Young dives right up the middle. He's got the first down. He is a low center of gravity guy. 5'7", 178 out of St. Thomas Aquinas. He was injured in the game against the Tigers a year ago. Also hurt in their spring game. Tackle for four-day state made by Jason Wallace. But it'll be a first down as the Bearcats convert on fourth down. Pitt State was four of six on first fourth down a week ago against the Tigers. That's Northwest Missouri State knowing that they still got a great offensive line despite who's going to be taking the snaps and just move the pile forward. They're out to their own 49-yard line after the Isaac Volstead interception inside the five. There's a pass out to the tight end. Tice Hoover and gets hit and dropped immediately. 
by Mason, or Kobe Rome was over there to make that stop of the 49 of Fort Hay State, just a short two-yard gain on first down. Well, Fort Hay State head coach Chris Brand wants physicality, and so far, and we've played less than 10 minutes of football, Fort Hay State defense is bringing some physicality to this game. Three-nothing Tigers got a 38-yard Carson Arndt field goal on their first possession, had it down to the five on their second, but threw an interception. There's another swing pass to Young, and he's in the line of scrimmage, and he's going down. Great gang tackling by the Tigers. They read that all the way. Miles Menges, Gavin Hazelhorse, also John Johnson there. You can take your pick. They read that and make the stop of the 50. It's a loss of one. Mason Perez diagnosed it from his safety position. He was not in coverage for that play, but he diagnosed it quick enough to be have more black jerseys there. Somebody wasn't going to get picked up. And you said in the pregame, Gerard, Fort A. State's got to get off the field on third down. Third and nine is it. This is where you got to get off the field. Bearcats 0 for 2 on third down. However, one of those that converted on fourth. It's an empty backfield now for Martin. Straight drop back. Has time. He's going to go deep across the middle. He's got a man. It's going to be dropped. It was dropped by Kashad Griffin. And a break from the Tigers because if he catches it, it's probably a touchdown. He had two steps on the defensive back out there, Travion Mitchell. But it's dropped by Kashad Griffin, a second-team kick returner from a year ago. That is as big of a drop as you will see in a football game. Essentially, each team just gave away a touchdown. He got behind Mitchell. He had two steps on him, and he dropped it. That was a good throw from Martin. So the Bearcats will punt for the second time. Back deep for four-day state is Marcellus Crutchfield. He'll call for a fair catch and take it at the 15-yard line. So that'll be a 35-yard punt after... Lambles' first punt went for 28. Fort A. State has the ball back. The Tigers are up 3-0, 4.33 to go in the first quarter. We're back after this break on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. By Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy. First and 10 Tigers from their own 15, their third possession. They lead 3-0. Two receivers in tandem left, three to the right. Dawson throws, great catch, Watts. And Trevor Watts has a first down out across the 20 and up to the 27-yard line. That'll go for 12. Khalil Smith, we've called his name a lot, makes the tackle. They're going to spot at the 28. So that'll be a gain of 13 on first down for Fort A. State. If Watts can stay healthy this year, Trevor Watts can stay healthy this year, it'll become increasingly apparent how much his injury a year ago meant to that season. He's had two big catches already today. Two backs in the backfield. One of them is the wide receiver, Jaden Horace. Now he'll come in motion. We've seen some formations and looks tonight from four days today we haven't seen all year. Play action. Dawson going deep, looking for Jaden Horace, and it's just beyond his fingertips. He had a step on Shane Fredrickson, the strong safety, up along the four-day state sideline. That ball was about a yard too far or it would have been a touchdown. Incomplete, it's second down and 10. Yeah, and if you're Fort Hayes State, you're doing that because you've hit a couple of big plays. You're trying to loosen things up over the top in the hopes that you can run this football a little bit. Second down and 10, Fort Hayes State up three to nothing. We're down to 351 left. Sloan Hayden is the tight end into the game for the first time. He'll be over here with Bryson Smith split to the left. And over to the far side of the field is Sean DeLotter. Fort A. State without Hosea Stokes out with a knee injury. Tossed to Dixon, tries to run. He gets across the 30, still lunging forward. They finally blow the whistle. He was not down, and he's able to lean all the way out to the 34-yard line, and there's an injured Bearcat. 
That was good running because the whistle never blew, and he kind of lunged forward for an extra yard. They're going to mark him at the 33. It's a five-yard gain and bring up third down and five. Yeah, it makes this third down and five much more manageable than the third and about eight and a half it was going to be. Four-day state. One for three on third downs today. Including an interception. 46% on the year. So far, back to pass Dawson. He's going to heave it far sideline. He's going to overshoot Horace. Well, they tried to go deep on third and five, and Dawson's throw is off the mark, and Fort A. State's going to have to punt. I don't know if the game plan is to just throw it on the first read, but Dawson just turned and threw. And he's got time. Maybe this is by design because of the defensive line and the blitzing linebackers and everything you get out of Northwest Missouri State. But it seems like Jack's got some time to go through some progressions. Cameron Zizemcam back to punt. He's standing at his own 20-yard line. First punt of the day. Bearcats almost get to it. They got by the defense, but the kick is away. And it's going to bounce at the 32 and be down there. So that will be a 35, 36-yard punt from Zizemcam. First of the night for Fort A. State, Northwest Missouri State. We'll get it back for the third time with 2.59 to go in the first. And the Tigers on top, 3 to nothing. They got a 38-yard Carson Art field goal on their first possession. And then after getting a three and out, got it all the way down to the five, but threw an interception near the goal line. Well, and uh, every time you say 3-0, it, it pang, a little pang in my gut just because of it should be 10, minimum yeah, six zero. Exactly. Martin, the redshirt freshman quarterback, hands it off to Harris, and he gets blasted by John Johnson, the linebacker. You talked about physicality, and Fort A. State has brought it so far in the first half. That was a big-time hit from Johnson. A loss of one for Harris. It's second down and 11. Yeah, he got held up, I think, by Darville in the middle as well, and so that allowed Dawson to run in there, or uh, uh, Johnson to run in there and make the tackle. Second down and 11 for the Bearcats, trailing three to nothing. Martin throws. He has it completed to Gia Gary here on the near side, who's hit, still on his feet, and they blow the whistle, the play dead with the whistle at the 37-yard line. Travion Mitchell brings him down, and Gia Gary slow to get up, but he's apparently all right. That'll be a gain out to the 37 is where they're going to mark that. So it goes for six. And now another third down, a third down at four for the Bearcats. Tigers so far been pretty good. Their Bearcats are 0 for 3 on third down tonight. Two receivers left, two here to the right. Now Martin, the redshirt freshman, goes up to the center, says something, now goes back into the shotgun. He's got Harris to his right, takes the snap. He's back to pass. Tigers hit him hard. It's incomplete. Whoa, a flag is going to be called on Pace Parrish Terry. That looked like a perfect Perfect play, head up, and a, whiz, a flag thrown by the head referee, Dwight Diebling. You hear the crowd reaction. We'll see what he has. Personal foul, roughing the passer. Number 94, defense. What is he doing? Penalty, first down. We saw the replay. That is, that is such a bad call. He is, he is a step, and the, the ball is thrown. He was one step from the quarterback. There is absolutely no way a human being can stop on a dime like that. Huge, huge break for the Bearcats. They're out to the 48 of Fort A. State. Gavin Hazelhorst got Man. planted in the backfield after a play right in front of Dwight Niebling with no call. That, a great hit that was called. That was a textbook play. Head up, didn't target, 
and they call him for unnecessary roughness after four days staying at a player. There's an interception. McKill Williams picks it off, though he dropped it. A week ago against Penn, I hate to harp on this because people get tired of it, Fort A. State lost a player for a late hit when a guy was on the ground and they let it go, and then that gets called for a penalty. The inconsistency in the, is frustrating sometimes. It's second down and ten, and I'll be done with that. But it does get frustrating when you see that called for 15 yards and what was not called a week before, and a guy's season is over. Second down and 10. Bearcats to the 48. Should have been three and out. Hand off to Young around the edge. Breaks a tackle. He's at the 40 and pushed out of bounds. And another flag comes down. It's going to be a late hit and 15 more yards. Well, they got booed. They got booed, and so they're going to make sure they throw another one. To see if he's still in bounds. The running back was still running. They run it out. He was actually down to the After 39. After the play was over, personal foul, late hit out of bounds, number 21, defense. He's still in bounds when the hit was made. First down. We saw the replay. His foot is in play. What are you supposed to do as a defensive player? That's two calls on this possession, and Northwest is down to the Tiger 24-yard line. It's not even Fort Hay State 30, giving 30 yards. 30 yards in penalties on two calls. He was hit in bounds. Nobody on the northwest sideline even reacted to it. The running back still was in play when they hit him out of bounds, and they get 15 more. First and 10, Bearcats at the 24-yard line. Hand off to Young. He's got room. Bounces to the outside, 15. He's at the 10, and then taken out of bounds. Where's the flag? There is none. Taken out of bounds by Caleb Pillow. He hit him high. I was surprised they didn't throw it as he landed about four feet out of bounds. They don't blow the flag that time, but it's first and ten all the way down to the Tigers' six-yard line. And boy, you can feel it. Fort A. State thought they were off the field on a perfect play by the defensive tackle, Parrish Terry. Instead, they get flagged, and now they're reeling. And, and Dwight Niebling has looked over at Chris Brown a few times Chris and said Brown something. Coach Brown is not going to let this go. In motion goes the tight end, Noah Han. They hand it off, and Harris is taken down from behind by John Johnson. Back of the six-yard line for no gain. Well, we made a lot last year of all the injuries that Fort Hay State had. That was certainly one of them, with John Johnson going out early in the year with an injury. We knew how good he was going to be, and he is showing it early in this season. See if the Tigers could get a big play here. Northwest threw a, picked off a four-day state pass near the goal line. Now it's second and goal at the six-yard line for Northwest. They're down three to nothing. They've been aided by two huge penalties. Hand off to Harris. He bounces around the out. There's a flag. Harris scores, but I think this is going to come back on Northwest. A flag near the goal line. If it's from the one, though, where the flag is, it's going to be. Yeah. they won't be quite as far back nope. as where the line of scrimmage was at the six. Hey. Holding number 13. Offense. Ten-yard penalty. Second down. So that's going to go against the receiver, Trayvon Alexander. So that will move it back to the 11-yard line where it will be second and goal. Tigers up three to nothing. Looked like they had a three and out, but got called for unnecessary roughness on the quarterback on what appeared to us to be a pretty good play. And then a late hit on the very next play when it appeared that the running back was still in play and running the football when it got hit. Now it's first and goal from the 11. Martin to throw. He dumps it, and it's incomplete. His receiver fell down. Yep. 
He tried to go to Trayvon or uh, to uh, Trayvon Alexander, and he slipped. And the pass goes incomplete. He was able to get back to his feet enough to knock that ball down and keep it from being intercepted. Well, this turf was supposed to be replaced over the summer. I guess in this moment, I'm glad that it wasn't. Yeah, the Shrine Bowl kind of derailed that. Here we go. Just two seconds left in the quarter. And the Bearcats will run this final play. Three receivers bunched in a triangle over on the left side. Now they'll line up in a traditional position with the running back Young to the right and now going in motion. It's an empty backfield for Martin who wants to throw. He's being chased. Martin trying to direct traffic, runs to his right. He is hit. He goes down. He's sacked back at the 13-yard line. Menzies was there. Jason Wallace was there. John Johnson was there. And that is the first sack of the year against Northwest Missouri State. It comes on the final play of the first quarter and the Bearcats will have to try a That's field the goal end of the first quarter. fourth and goal. That is the end of the quarter. We're back for quarter number two on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. Forced to try a field goal here. This will be a 29-yarder from Cole Lamble. We saw his first career game. He really struggled, but he has really turned things around and became a third-team all-conference kicker one year ago. He's become one of the better ones. Good snap. There's the placement. The kick is up, and the kick is good, and Northwest Missouri State gets a 29-yard field goal from Cole Lamel, and they have tied this ball game up at three with 14.56 to go in this first, or 14.57 to go here in this first quarter of action, first half of action. You know, Fort Hayes State did not do a good job of scoring on their opportunity at the five-yard line. They, however, turned away Northwest Missouri State from being inside of the five and keep it at three. So I guess in some ways, if all things being equal and you got to play the whole game, Maybe 3-3 or 10-10 should be the score of this game. Fort Hayes State that first quarter, 130 yards. Northwest, 53. Bearcats actually ran three more plays. This last drive, 56 yards on 10 plays, 30 yards in Fort Hayes State penalties. They're roughing the passer, and then the late hit out of bounds. And Chris Brown has not been happy with this officiating crew so far tonight. He was not happy a week ago, and... Got to fight through it. 3-3 tie early here in the second. Good crowd is filed in. It's almost full across the line. Another good group of Tiger students here tonight on this first Saturday game of the year. Big response time here yep. for the Fort Hay State offense. They disappointing back-to-back -back drives after getting deep down into the field and the, first dis uh, the second drive of the game being disappointing and then just getting nothing going on the third. Oh, your station break. We'll get it after this kick, which is going to be fair caught at the four-yard line, bobbled by Shane Watts, and four days allowed at the 25. Back in 10 seconds, station identification. You're listening to four-day state football. 3-3 tie, first possession of the second quarter for the Tigers. They got a 38-yard field goal on their first, drove it all the way down to the five on their second, but Jack Dawson threw his second interception of the year, and then had a punt on their third possession, and now their fourth starts at their own 25. They go from our left to right, north to south here at Lewis Field. Dixon lines up to the left of the quarterback, Dawson. Straight drop throws. He finds Watson in the middle of the defense. He slips out of the tackle from their all-conference linebacker, Isaac Volstead, who had the interception, and slips a forward to the 32 and picks up seven. Khalil Smith ends up making the tackle after the seven-yard pass completion. 
to Trevor Watts, who's been busy tonight. Well, and they're they're really focusing on getting Trevor the football on first down because he makes good things happen. And so far, the Tigers much better on first down tonight than a week ago. Four catches, 88 yards are ready for Watts. Second down, three for Fort A. State for their own 32. We're tied at three with 14.20 to go here in the first. Two receivers, Horace and Smith in tandem on the near numbers. They hand it off to Dixon, starts left, cuts back to the right, stumbles, and leans forward near the 35-yard line. He had some room on the cutback. They're going to mark it at the 34. It's a two-yard gain. It was Jacob Stuckard there on that tackle for the Bearcats. And now third down and one for Fort A. State. That's what seven on first down will do is even if you stumble, you have a shorter field or shorter third down to convert on. I mentioned how I like the fact that this old turf has caused somebody to slip. (laughs) Eh, Not so much that time. The plan is to replace it this offseason. It has to be. They were going to this past summer, but the Shrine Bowl was awarded, and they couldn't do it. Hand off to Dixon. No, keeper by Dawson, and he's going to get blown up and lose three yards back at the 23-yard the line. He faked the handoff to Dixon, and Isaac Volstead did not bite on the pump fake. Four-day State loses two, and now in third down and one, they can't convert, and they will have to punt for the second consecutive possession. Well, and again, yet third and one. We talk about defenses needing to get off of the field when it's your team. Well, the offense has to stay on the field. So Fort A. State will punt for the second consecutive time. Isaac Cam at a 36-yarder, his last punt. Stands back inside the 20, and he gets off a low-line drive. Fair catch is going to be taken at the 36-yard line. So that'll be a 31-yard punt for Cameron Zeisenkam. And Northwest Missouri State will have it first and 10 when we come back. 12.53 to go here in the second quarter. Tigers 3, number 15, Northwest 3 on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. 3-3 tied, now 12.53 to go in the first half. Our second quarter brought to you by Michelob Ultra. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy an ice-cold Michelob Ultra, but please drink responsibly. Bearcats have it first down. Speaking of drinking responsibly, the beer sales have kind of created some beer garden type of things along the rails in the corners. It's a festive. There's a big crowd here tonight. It's a good atmosphere. It's going to be a direct snap, and it's going to be a running play by Jackson Miller. So they bring in the running back, a direct snap, and Parrish Terry, who got called for unnecessary roughness on the quarterback, breaks the tackle down after a two-yard gain to the 38-yard line. That was a really good job by Terry because he dove and shoestring tackled the running back who had a lot of running room in front of him and a convoy to get him there. Second down and eight for the Bearcats. Tigers have done a pretty good job of the ground game. They hand it off to Harris. He tries to knife his way through the defense, and he's brought down to the 40. Maybe the progress to the 41, a three-yard gain, is going to bring up third down and five. Dimitri Scott was the first guy to hit him there, one of those interior defensive linemen. So they're going to mark him at the 41 and bring up third down. Northwest is 0 for 4 on third down so far in this first half. Jason Wallace, your Tiger Spotlight interview into the game coming out. Evan Darville, what a great young man, well-spoken this week in the press conference. Fun to talk with him and Kale Cormody. Third down, five. Bearcats on their own 41-3-3 tie. We're early in the second. Two receivers left, two to the right. Martin back to pass. He has time. Now he's being chased. The quarterback throws late, and it's caught for a first down. Or did the ball pop out? It's incomplete. It was in and out of the hands of Chief Gary. He had it for a minute. Rolling on the field is an incomplete pass. 
fourth down. It was Sam Brand who broke it up. We couldn't see it from here because the ball went toward the Bearcats sideline, but it rolled out late, and the Tigers get a third down stop. Well, and, and really doing a good job, too, was uh, Fort Hay State's Mile Menges. He tracked that football in case it had been ca- called a catch. He recovered the ball on the sideline. So Marcellus Crutchfield back to return the punt for Fort Hay State. Lamble, who's their kicker, will punt it. Hohen sees normally their punter. And this one is away, and it's batted down. This is a four days. It was, it was batted down by a Bearcat. It was touched by a Bearcat and then eventually downed by Northwest. There was Media a Tiger in the area. So we'll have a timeout. The ball spotted at the 25-yard line. That's a 34-yard punt, and we have another timeout on the field with 11.50, 11.23 to go in the first half. Tigers and Bearcats tied 3-3 on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. First and 10 Tigers from their own 25, 3-3 here in the second. There's a handoff to Dixon. He kind of knifes his way forward out for about a four-yard game, about a three-yard gain. They're going to unpile and mark him down at about the 20, 28-yard line. Grant Cooney there on that tackle. So two y- three yards on first down, second down and seven. As we hit the 11-minute mark of the second quarter, 3-3 tie. Well, you really feel like both of these teams have settled in against one another. Four-day State pulled out an early punch by going deep on a double pass but didn't score off of it. Two wide receivers far, one here to the near. That's Watts who goes in motion. Dawson setting up to throw. He's being flushed. He has Watts, makes a stumbling catch out to the 31 for only three, and then he lost his balance. Dawson just got rid of that to avoid a sack. Got some positive yardage. They pick up three, and now it's third down and four for the Tigers. Well, you said Watts stumbled. Watts went down to the ground because he had got a chance to twist around and see a cornerback, a heat-seeking <laughs> missile coming that at him. That would have been, yes, in the and replay. Ma- and made a business decision a, to remain in this game. That's a veteran player right there yeah. knowing what's coming. That would have been a big-time hit. Third down and four. Tigers from their own 31. They are one for five on third down tonight. Dawson to throw. He's got Watts. First down, 40. Makes a man miss, 45. Cuts to the outside, 50. He's at the 45, and then he gets hit. Looked like he was out of bounds. No flag, but it's a first and 10. They said he's... They actually said he stepped out of the 43. He got hit at the 43 yards further downfield. They don't blow a flag on that one, but it's a first and 10 for the Tigers. Down to the Bearcat, 43-yard line. It goes for 27. Well, it is my estimation that Fort A. State is playing to such an aggressive manner now that the Tigers are getting a couple of flags because of how, uh, how physical they're being on defense. Watts stepped out. He got pushed. He was already out of bounds with the 40. First and 10 Tigers at the Bearcat 43-yard line. Play action. Dawson tries to elude a sack. He cannot. They grabbed his jersey. Then he gets hit after the whistle. The whistle blew, and then he got hit by Bryce Crone, and they don't blow a, throw a flag again, and you hear the crowd moan. We heard the whistle up here, then the hit. Back at the 49-yard line. It's going to be a loss of six on the sack. Hey, what? This is starting to get to a dangerous point. Well, you're, you're going to get to a point where Northwest Missouri dead. State doesn't believe they can do any wrong. I mean, the whistle blew, and then another hit came after the whistle. On, uh, you know, the quarterback. Yes, on the quarterback, by the way. Second down, and now 16. Fort A. State back to the Bearcat 49 after their first sack of the night. Dawson. 
Hands it off to Dixon. Nowhere to run. Tries to bounce to his right. He's going to be taken down. He's going to lose more yardage. That's going to lose another yard. Make that two to the Bearcat 49. Jacob Stocker, the defensive lineman, in there once again. And after that big pass completion to the Bearcat 43, the Tigers go backwards to their own 49. And now they face third down and 18. Well, Fort A. State right now is just not equipped to overcome negative plays on first down, but especially when it's a sack for negative six. Then a negative run behind it. Third and 18 for their own 49. 3-3 tie with eight minutes to go until halftime. Cormany and Jaden Horace, wide receivers here to the right. Trevor Watts, who's had a big game, and Bryson Smith are to the left. Dixon, the running back, shotgun snap to Dawson. He's going deep. He's got Smith. What a catch! First down at the Bearcat 27. A remarkable catch. He outleaped the defensive back on the sideline. First down, Tigers. And now a late flag on the play. All the way. There is no foul on the play. The flag fell out of his belt. First down. I guess that happens sometimes. The official was so shocked about that catch. But you're seeing why Bryson Smith was at the University of Houston. Down to the 28-yard line. What a remarkable catch. That was unbelievable on third down. That was well defended. And Fort A. State has it first down and 10. Trying to break a three-all tie with seven minutes to go until halftime. Dixon, no, it's a play action. Looking downfield for Smith. He cannot make the catch. He got tangled up trying to track down that football with Shane Fredrickson. It was incidental contact. Dixon stumbled. The pass goes incomplete. Tigers took a shot and couldn't quite convert. It's second down. And Bryson will come out of the game. It was there, yeah. but there was too much pressure, and the quarterback, Jack Dawson, had to throw off of his back foot, and he still got enough arm on it. It's just he had to get rid of the football too soon. It was a stutter step route that Smith stopped and then accelerated again. 3-3 tie with 7-0-1 to go in the second. Second down at 10. Dawson throws. That one's incomplete. Watts was the intended target. DeLotter was also there. It kind of split the two of them, and now it's third down and ten. Well, it's one of those where you'd have to know, you'd have to be in the coach's mind to know, was that the wrong route? Was that reading the wrong play? Because nothing about that looked good. There we go again, third down. Fort A. State has three of seven on third down. Two of those, one of those here on this possession. Two of them. Yeah, you're right, both of them. 18 and tw- 26 and 23 yards. Third down and 10 right here for the Bearcat 28. Dawson to pass. It's an all-out blitz, and he shoots his pass short over on the far side to the running back, Dixon, out of the backfield. He just had to get rid of that. It was an all-out blitz by Northwest. If he could have gotten just a little bit more on that, it's a touchdown because Dixon was open, but Northwest sent everybody on that one. That was a throwback for Fort Hayes State when they run that wheel route out of the backfield and you get him free up the sidelines a la Shaquille Cooper who would just outrace everybody to the end zone then it's just Northwest Missouri State brought more people than Fort Hay State had blockers that's who the running back would have picked up was that blitzing linebacker Tigers are going to try a 45 yard field goal from the left hash the hold is down here's the kick from Arndt does it have enough it is just short it was on line, but just short. And Fort A. State, who had two big-time third-down conversions, got it down to the 28, come up empty again. And 
Northwest Missouri State will take over with 6.47 to play in the first half, still tied at three. When you're trying to knock off a nationally ranked football team and a, and a national power like Northwest Missouri State, and of your three legitimate opportunities to score, you have three total points. You're putting yourself in your, a tough spot on your own. 3-3 tie, Bearcats have it to their own 28-yard line. Back to pass is Martin. He's going to be hit and brought down by Jason Wallace. And boy, you hold your breath anytime the Tigers get near a quarterback that there's going to be a flag. Wallace kind of threw him down with authority. They let that one go. Back of the 22, it's a sack. Northwest had not given up a sack all year. It's just two games. They've given up two in the first half tonight. And Fort Hay State did that with rushing four. Jason Wallace was able to get there very transparent in his interview said he had to go away from his first college because he let his grades slip went to juco got a second chance there's a handoff to jay harris he bounces out to the outside gets a block from a receiver and he's close to a first down he was able to squirt out to the right and mason perez brings him down and it will be a first down all the way out to the 38 yard line on a gain of 16. Well, that's a little mini backbreaker where you have second and 16 you have a chance to get off the field in three plays and you don't keep contain on the outside of that defense. And that's Northwest Missouri State getting the defensive end, the linebacker turned back in and not, not getting the job done. And a great block from the receiver, Gia Gary. That would have made Al McCray happy. First down and 10 Bearcats. They hand it off to Harris. He goes around the right side and then gets stood up by Menges and John Johnson. He'll pick up about two, maybe three, to the 41-yard line. And then Fort A. State had the two big hitters there to bring him down. They're going to mark him at the 42. So it's a five-yard gain or four-yard gain, bring up second down and six. And that was a better job of the contain. That's what Fort Hay State didn't do on the previous play. It makes the running back cut back into the help. Tigers just didn't get it done on second and 16 when Northwest ran the ball. Five minutes to go in the second quarter. Tied at three. Bearcats got a field goal in the first play of the second. There's a pass wide open is the tight end, Zach Atkins. He was all by himself over in front of that Bearcats sideline, and he takes it all the way down to the Fort A. State 48. Travion Mitchell finally brings him down, but that is going to be a Bearcat first down on the gain of 10. That was the problem against Pittsburgh yeah. State was the tight ends roaming free. So it's a first and 10 Northwest. They're inside Fort Hay State territory. Tigers miss a 45-yard field goal. Now Northwest is driving. Harris up the middle. He gets grabbed from behind and taken down to the 45. He'll pick up three. They may mark him at the 44. One of the Tigers grabbed his jersey and held on for dear life. Darvel and Hazelhorse coming off the bottom of the pile. Going to give him four to the Tiger 44-yard line, second down and six. Remarkable how Jay Harris and Tank Young always finish forward. Even when they're getting tackled, they'll gain an extra half yard or yard every time. Remember, Northwest gets the ball to start the third quarter. They won the coin toss and deferred. Pistol formation for Martin. He's going to hand it off to Harris. He breaks out of a tackle, gets to the 40, then gets hit hard. And there is a Tiger. That's Gavin Hazelhorse slow to get up. Miles Menges made the stop, and Hazelhorse is limping right now. Officials timeout oh boy. for an injured defensive player. Just left lower leg. Yeah, he's, I don't know if it's his ankle, but he is in some pain right now. Oh, boy. He's come such a long way. 
He's having a hard time. He's coming off unassisted but limping noticeably. Well, that has zero to do with how severe the injury may or may not be and everything to do with Gavin Hazelhorst not letting anybody touch him as he walks off. He is as competitive as they get, but the training staff will now take a look at him here on the Tigers' sideline. Third down and two, Northwest down to the Fort A. State 40. Clock rolling now with 3.40 to go in the second. We're tied at three. Running back Young to the left of the quarterback, Henry Martin, the redshirt freshman getting the start tonight. Now Young will go in motion, and they're going to throw it his way, and it's incomplete. That was a hot read pass. Martin took the snap, threw it immediately, and Young never had a chance, and now it's going to bring up fourth down. That was a young quarterback, not quite understanding the assignment of that play because, A, he had more time to throw, and, B, if he lets that develop, that might be a touchdown, but he never let his receiver, that time the running back, even turn his head around. Fourth down and two for Northwest Missouri State. They've converted on fourth down already tonight. Here they go. They hand it off to Harris. He's brought down. He doesn't get it. Brent makes the tackle at the 41-yard line. It's a loss of one. Kobe Rome was also there, and the Bearcats get stopped on fourth down. The defense comes up big, and Fort Hay State will take it over. Boy, if you are Fort, a Fort Hay State fan, reminiscent of being in Bearcat land, <laughs> trying to win a conference title on fourth down, you get Northwest Missouri State trying to go around the outside and that day in, in Northwest at Maryville, it was a jet sweep that the Tigers shut down. Fort A State's going to have the ball at their own 41-yard line. 3-3 three, three tie, 3.22 to go here until halftime. Remember that late drive against Pitt in the second quarter last week. Empty backfield for Dawson. Steps up in the pocket, and he's going down. Sack again for Northwest Missouri State. It was sacked by player not on the roster. Isaac Volstead, I think, is well, who no, it was. 93 was the first one who hit him. Volstead was also in there. 93, we'll have to try to – Niles shoot, I think they said over the PA. He's not wearing his normal 97 today. So Niles shoot out of Tipton, Iowa, the tackle back of the 37-yard line. Three yards on the sack. Three-yard loss. Now it's second down. Make it a four-yard loss. Second and 14. Dawson to throw. Starts to his right. Throws back left. Looking for Horace, who can't make the catch, but that's going to be flagged. The defensive back, Khalil Smith, never turned and just ran right into Horace as he tried to catch that ball. And it should be pass interference on the Bearcats. Yeah, and, and, and the defensive back threw his hands out as if that was going to be the reason that he wasn't going to get called for it. Ultimately, and they called it on five. I think that was on Khalil Smith, six. But I think he, what his hope was is that he would get. Fouls on number six defense. I think he was hoping that the ball would hit him in the back. And, and not realizing where the ball ended up at. But he's looking over at the official, trying to plead his case. But you take it where you can get it, because Fort A State needs to make this a sustained yes. drive because of Northwest getting the football back a second time. Smith turned to someone on the Tigers' sideline, and you could tell, did I interfere? Trying to plead his case. Uh, they agreed with the call. 
First and 10, Fort A. State of the Bearcat, 48. Dawson throws it out of the flat to Travis Dixon. The running back to the 40, barrels into Smith, and then they finally stand him up at the 36-yard line. But that'll be a first down on a 12-yard pass completion to Travis Dixon, using the running back out of the backfield a little bit, and it was Clayton Power who eventually got to him, but it's a first and 10 for the Tigers. And the clock will continue to run here until you start getting down inside of those two minutes, but still with two-plus minutes to go, the clock continues to run after the first down. 3-3 tie, four-day state down to the Northwest Missouri State 36-yard line. Dawson from the shotgun takes the snap, steps forward. Now he's hit, and he takes a hit. Vicious hit, sacked back of the 40-yard line. He's going to lose four yards, and there's an injured Tiger on the play as well. One of the offensive linemen, one of the offensive linemen out there. That might be Brandon Kerr. For an injured offensive player. Kerr got a start a year ago, then he was injured. He had the concussion. He missed the Northwest game. And now he's on his back. I think he got rolled up on on that play. Uh, Again, this is where, you know, Jack Dawson gets onto his first read. Fort A State had Bryson Smith one-on-one on the far side of the play. and, And Bryson's route is a slant. He is fast enough to get inside leverage. And if you get it to him, it might be a touchdown. But Jack, with limited time, could only look one way. But sometimes you got to realize where the where the advantage is. And Bryson Smith is starting to become a major weapon if you're able to get him. And the Fort Hayes State lineman warming up is Aaron Corbin. Yeah, he got the start at Northeast. Well, that's a good sign. Kerr is coming off, and he said, I don't need help. He's going to jog off the field. So good sign there for Brandon Kerr. Missed the opener with concussion protocol. Started a a week ago and started tonight. He's walking away from every trainer trying to run it out. That's a good sign. He's jogging here on the near sideline. But Aaron Corbin, the Edmond, Oklahoma junior, in there right now. Second down, 14. The Tigers from their Bearcat 40 after that quarterback sack. Two receivers left, two right for Dawson, slaps the hand, takes the snap. Pressure, throws deep, looking for Horace. He makes the catch, and it's knocked out at the last minute. He had it in his hands, and it was knocked away by Khalil Smith, who just saved a touchdown. And I will give credit where credit's due because Jack Dawson stood in that pocket and took a hit, a legal hit, but he took a hit to deliver that football over the middle. That's a heck of a toss from Jack Dawson. By the way, Gavin Hazelhorst still has his helmet in hand, but still trying to work out that left leg. Our second quarter brought to you by Michelob Ultra. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy an ice-cold Michelob Ultra, but do so responsibly. Third down and 14 for the Tigers. They're three for eight on third down today. Dawson from the shotgun. They set up a screen pass for Dixon. He's at the 40. Can he make a man miss? He cannot. He's brought down in the open field. A great tackle by Gianni Angelo, who had a big-time interception to seal their week one win at Missouri Southern. He makes an open field tackle there. The play's only going to go for two to the 38-yard line, and Fort A. State has a decision to make here on fourth and 12. Now it's no decision. You'll punt this football, and Fort A. State had the perfect call. Delayed blitz. You threw a screen into the area that the blitz had come from, and it's one-on-one with the running back and the guy that made the tackle. And unfortunately for Northwest Missouri State, that was the difference. Angelo, that was a big-time play right there. That was a one-on-one against a good running back. 
High snap, Sizenkam kicks it end over end. It's going to land inside the five and take a backward bounce and be down by Ryan Allen right at the five-yard line. 33 yards on the punt, but the Bearcats will start at the five with 47 seconds left here until halftime. Three to three. A defensive battle here tonight between the Tigers and 15th-ranked Northwest Missouri State. Each of these teams have to feel like they should have the lead, more so Fort Hay State than Northwest Missouri State. If you're the Bearcats going into this half, if it remains 3-3, you have to feel like that you're still doing well despite that you're trying to season in a new running back. You're trying to get your – or a quarterback. You're trying to season that Blackstone grill a little bit, right? Well, he's got he's got a layer of seasoning on him now. And that second half, they might try to open this thing up a little bit. He's played pretty well considering it's his first career start for the redshirt freshman. He'll line up on the goal line. They're going to hand it off to Harris. He tries to run around the right side. He's going to get about four, maybe five yards. There was a lot of – Black there to bring him down. Jason Wallace, also Dimitri Scott among those on that tackle. They're going to unpile and mark it where? Right at the 10. Five-yard gain. Nope, they're going to mark it at the 9. Four-yard gain to the 9. Northwest Second is happy down. to take this yep. to the half. They're they're judging on is there which is faster, is the play clock or is the game clock? They are almost in sync. <laughs> And it looks like that the play clock is just a half second yeah. faster. Yep. So they'll let this go ahead and expire and not give anybody an unnecessary five yards. Well, it's been an entertaining first half. It's three to three. Not sure we thought it'd be this low scoring, but that is where we stand right now as the two teams head to the locker room. Fort A State three, Northwest Missouri State three. We've arrived at halftime. By the way, Tiger football brought to you by Golden Belt Bank. Your life has a story. Golden Belt Bank wants to get to know that story. Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Ellis. Visit them at goldenbeltbank.com. Third quarter, let's update you on a fascinating day in the MIAA, and tonight's game fits right in. Uh, the big one today in Warrensburg. It was back and forth all afternoon. Pittsburgh State moves to 3-0, their 15th straight win 15th straight conference win they hold off central missouri 38 37 the mules scored with 38 seconds left opted to go for two and came up empty on the two-point try missouri southern improves to two and one they went up in carney this afternoon 18 13 the lions hold the lopers to 276 yards and only 56 on the ground and a back-and-forth game in the second half. Missouri Western was up 20 to nothing at one point, led 20 to three at halftime at Central Oklahoma. The Broncos came all the way back to take a 31-28 lead, a 31-27 lead, but Missouri Western scored within the final two minutes and then got an interception for the 34-31 win. They are in the fourth quarter now in Tahlequah, 31-0. Emporia State, that was the halftime score. Emporia got 24 in the first, and they lead 31 to nothing now in the fourth. Washburn up 17 to nothing over Lincoln in the first quarter. They are still in a lightning delay that came right at the end of the first quarter, so it's going to be a late night for the Ichabods and the Blue Tigers tonight at Jeff City. But right now, 17 nothing. Washburn leading it, waiting for the weather to move out and resume that game. And here it's 3-3, Tigers at number 15, Northwest Missouri State. Your scoreboard update brought to you by Babeson Miller CPAs, business advisors with offices in Phillipsburg, Norton, Stockton, and Quinter. 
Number 15, K-State, losing today in Columbia, 30-27 to to the Missouri Tigers, who got a 61-yard field goal as time expired, and KU is at Nevada tonight. That's a 9.30 kick from out in Reno. Uh, 61-yard field goal is the longest in SEC history. Wow. That was a wild back and forth. Highly entertaining game today in Columbia. All right, well, if you're ready for the most overused phrase beginning a second half of football, this first drive of the second half is huge. <laughs> a man in a 3-3 game where oh, it feels man. like if you're a Fort Hayes State golden black sunglasses kind of person, you feel like you should have a halftime lead. This drive seems heavy. It feels like there's a lot of pressure being on this defensive side. And then after what happened a week ago, remember, Tigers had a one-point lead over the third-ranked Gorillas. It was a bad second half. And now, just as we're ready to kick, they blow the whistle. And I'm not sure what we're waiting on, but we'll have to wait a second. Carson Arndt was ready to go, and then they said, wait. Now they blow the whistles again. It looks like we're ready to go. Bearcats will get the football here. That's Dominic Myers back deep for the kick. And he will take it at the five-yard line. Runs to his right up the far numbers, and he gets decked. Ball came out. Who has it? Does Fort A. State recover? Will they rule him down? That was a vicious hit. The Bearcats have the football, but Myers got decked. Oh, my. Was that Ryan Allen? That was vicious, and Myers is slow to get up. Oh, he ain't getting up. Mercy, that was a violent hit. By Fort A. State on kick return. That was Adelhart, the backup linebacker, Reed Adelhart, with as big of a hit as we've had tonight. Legal hit in the midsection, but it was hard, and Myers is sitting up right now at the 20-yard line. Uh, it looked like the guy who used to wear 47, <laughs> Justin McPhail, yeah, was back right. out onto the, onto the field for a moment. Kind of got that cowboy collar going on that he's wearing, too. My goodness. They're going to mark it at the 21. Myers is up and jogging off, but he um, he will definitely go into percussion protocol. He is a little wobbly. All right, Tigers set the tone. We've heard a lot about physicality, and Chris Brown has been saying it's been getting better. He's kind of like what he's seen so far tonight. Well, he will not, he will like that one. I think that might be the first time Chris Brown says that the uh, that there's been enough physicality. Parrish Terry is in a defensive end for Gavin Hazelhorse. Here's a handoff to the running back, Jay Harris, as he tries to stretch it around the left. He's going to get about a yard to the 22. Four-day state conversion on that play. Mason Perez, the first to hit him. But what you have to like, Dustin, the first guy hits him, and then there's two and three black jerseys and sometimes more to help finish it off. I really feel like this is a game where Four-day state defense is playing their assignment, not trying to do each other's job. There's been one time where the Tigers really got caught on the edge. Other than that, doing the good job of turning everybody in. Martin got the start, the redshirt freshman who played in the fourth quarter last week. He starts here in the third. He's in the shotgun. Second down and nine. He's going to fake a handoff. Roll right. He throws. First catch of the night for Trayvon Alexander, their top receiver, and he's brought down immediately. Forward progress to the 25. Travion Mitchell, a good open field tackle. The play goes for three, and now it's third down and we'll say six for the Bearcats. They're going to mark it at the 24-yard line. Like John 
Deion Johnson, Travion Mitchell, one of those guys that got hurt last year, and you're seeing how big of a difference that he can make. And he's gotten bigger himself. Yes, he has. Third down, the Bearcats 0 for 6 on third down in that first half. Two receivers left, two split out here to the right. Shotgun snap for Mitchell. Tigers bring some pressure. They're going deep downfield. It's going to be incomplete. Good coverage by Benny Williams on Kashan Griffin. He was stride for stride, and the ball goes incomplete. The Tigers force a three and out of the Bearcats. First possession of the third. I am really enjoying watching Fort Hay State's speed in this game. Northwest Missouri State on their first and second down on each side of the field tried to get outside, get wide of the Tigers, and use some speed. And Fort State on both plays right there. Oh, you a station break. We'll get it after this punt. Marcellus Crutchfield back at the 30-yard line. Lambled a punt high, but not real deep. Tigers need to get away from this one. Oh, it takes a big-time bounce. The Crutchfield tried to field it. The ball is free, and the Bearcats are going to get it. Marcellus Crutchfield tried to field it. And Northwest recovers at the 42 of Fort Hayes State. Oh my goodness. Now did a Bearcat touch it? No. If a Bearcat touched it. The receiving team recovered by the kicking team. First down, Northwest Missouri State. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. A crucial mistake in special teams by the Tigers. You're listening to Fort Hayes State football. Did it hit his foot? Fort A State, I think, is going to challenge this play that it hit a bear. And if it indeed went off the foot of a Bearcat, it's a smart play by Crutchfield because then you cannot lose it. Then it's a free ball, basically. But if it is not, and then it becomes, do you have a good camera angle? to see yeah. if it did that's going to be that's going to be the hardest thing is because of where the ball is and you're looking to see did Fort it bounce off is challenging that the ball was illegally touched by the kicking team prior to touching Fort Hayes State we'll review the play yeah if it, if it went off a of Bearcat first then Crutchfield could go after the ball with no consequence even if you fumble it doesn't matter because of the touching but the question becomes, again, with replay and what camera angle do you have, will there be an angle to show it looked like it may have went off the foot of a Bearcat, but do you have definite, conclusive evidence that it did? This is a huge call. If it's reversed, the Tigers have the ball near the 40. If it's not, it's Northwest Missouri State football. From what I'm getting from the press box beside me, it very much seems like it hits a Bearcat. Tiger Media Network, folks. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It I hit, hit his leg. They zoomed it in. It never can, hit the ground yeah, first. You can see. They Good job by the TMN crew of zooming that in. It goes Boy, off the knee. Matt Cook is about yeah. messing this shot up. <laughs> He's got to watch his spot on the sideline. Trayon Jones is who it went off of, it looks like. Yeah, Matt Cook is on the sideline, and his head almost on the replay blocks the shot. Now, now let's let's no be where we're at how here. How is Matt supposed to know where to stand? Well, yeah, not only that, but oh, that's but, not where you're going uh, with. Well, is the is the ref, the review in the booth? Are they going to see what now, we see? Because it's not a great angle, and I mean that in is their judgment of what they're seeing and the way the ball seems to right. hit something then well, the ground. We'll find out. That's that. It's a great call. Great point. Their evaluation of the video this, could be much different than ours. This is a huge call early in this game. 
Crutchfield immediately was shocked when they ruled Bearcat football because he kind of, once he saw that he turned and and pointed that it touched a Bearcat, which makes sense why he went after that ball because he saw it go off a Bearcat and then then it's a free opportunity for the return team, even if you fumble it. This is a huge call here in this game early in the third. Why not? It's been one of those games. I'm going to tell you, if this goes against Fort Hay State, this selling beer at the game thing <laughs> might have not been a good idea. Crowd's already a bit on edge with his officiating crew after two crucial 15-yard penalties led to the Bearcats' field goal early in the second quarter, a roughing the quarterback, and then at a late hit out of bounds. And, and let's, let's talk about something for a second. MIAA had review last year. And really, last Bradley. couple of years, if, if I'm not if not I'm not mistaken, but last year was the first. Everybody, nobody else in Division Two really had it, and now all of Division Two is using the MIAA's model, and the MIAA has even gone further now to add more yep. cameras. There's an actual replay booth tent, to yep. look at, a, a tent to go into. Uh, kudos MIAA. I know sometimes we kind of get on to people with the MIAA, and and I. Sometimes apologize, sometimes don't. Well, I'll just <laughs> leave that part there. But what the the foresight by the MIAA to go, hey, this this level of football can have a replay has really changed the scope After of D two. Reviewing the play, the ball was illegally touched by number thirty nine in the kicking team. The ball will be placed at the forty four yard line. First down, Fort Hay State. Fort Hay State has not charged the timeout and has one coach's challenge remaining. Great challenge by Chris Brown. And, and way to listen beauty, to your players. The beauty of instant replay. And Marcellus Crutchfield, because he when, the, when they said Bearcat football, he looked stunned. And he knew the rule. And a good job. And thank you, replay. Fort Hay State will have it at their own 44. So the officials reversed the call. Fort A State will have it. 3-3 tie, their first possession here in quarter number three as they go from left to right, and now they need to switch out the football, apparently. Well, I imagine the football they had out there was still from the punts. It would have With been. Northwest You're Missouri right. State having the football. So first and ten Tigers, their first possession here in the third quarter as they go from left to right. 3-3 tie. That was our halftime score. There is a handoff to Dixon. He tries to run to the outside, breaks a tackle, and gets it up near midfield. But when he took that handoff, it looked like that play was going nowhere, but he's able to blast forward. Clayton Power, the tackle. They're going to say his knee hit at the 48-yard line. That's a gain of four, second down and six. Four-day state, by the way. Aaron Corbin is in at center. Remember, Brandon Kerr went down with some sort of injury, tried to run it out here along the sideline, but Corbin is in there to start this third quarter as the Tigers setter. Second down and six after the four-yard gain. Empty backfield for Dawson, who throws deep downfield. He's got a man, Horace, in the 30. Numbers 20, stiff arms 10, down and out of bounds at the eight-yard line. It'll be a first and goal on a 40-yard strike from Dawson to Jaden Horace. Gianni Angelo saves the touchdown. It's a first and goal. And the Tigers back inside the Farm Implement and Supply Red Zone. See their great selection of new and used equipment at farmimp.com. That's farmimp.com. Well, Jack was on time and on target with that throw. 
That is a fantastic strike. You called it right. It was a strike, and you should know, son of baseball pitcher in high school, that's exactly what it was. 43 yards on that completion. It was on the 48 of Northwest. There's a pass in the back of the end zone, incomplete. They tried to go to Horace, and it got broken up over there by Khalil Smith. That has been a battle tonight. Smith and Fort Hayes State's Horace. And that time, Smith able to knock it free. It's second and goal. Well, Tigers are in familiar land from the first half, having first and goal at the five. Now you're at second and goal from the eight. You want points, but time ticking away on how off, how quickly you can take a full touchdown lead in this game. Yeah, second trip to the red zone. The last time it was an interception. Dawson from the shotgun takes the snap, dropping back. He has time. He's got Dixon in the flat, dives to the pylon. He is in for the touchdown. But a flag on the play back of the 15-yard line. Yeah, Philip Harris got just bull rushed. And as he was going down, he grabbed onto the defensive Holding end. Number 63, offense. 10-yard penalty, repeat second down. That's not the one that I thought uh, they were going to call. Man, that was a... Great catch and run by Dixon over in the left flat, diving into the end zone, but it goes for not. This is a game right now through two-plus quarters that Fort Hay State is hurting themselves as much as the other team is. Tigers now back to the Bearcat 18, still inside the red zone, but it's second and goal from the 18-yard line. 3-3 three, three tie, 12 minutes to go in the third. Three receivers to the right, one left. Dawson throws into traffic, trying to go to Cormany, who was double teamed. That was a dangerous decision there by Dawson. It goes incomplete, and now it's third and goal. That was very fortunate to be an incomplete pass. Now some frustration from Bryson Smith. He got off the line of scrimmage, and two Bearcats just grabbed him and tackled him, asking the officials why that's not a penalty. And he's getting an explanation, not one that he likes, but he's getting an explanation. He'll be split wide to the left with one-on-one -on -one coverage. Three receivers here to the right side, one of them to tight end Cormody. Third and goal from the 18. Dawson to throw, looks for Smith, goes up. Does he have it? He does! Touchdown! Ford Hayes State! Bryson Smith just out-jumped Gianni Angelo in the end zone for the touchdown! And it's 9-3, Tigers! We were in the preseason, pre-camp, three or four practices in, and we got to watch Bryson Smith work against the number one defense. We got to watch him do some things. And, Gerard, you and I looked at each other and went, we haven't seen anything like that for a while, and we're starting to now see it in games. That was the second amazing catch tonight. Here's the Carson Arn extra point, and the Tigers have the first touchdown of the game with 11.54 to go in the third. It's now Fort Hay State 10, Northwest Missouri Media, State 3. We'll be back in one minute on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PWC. Five plays, 56 yards, a minute 24, 18 yards on the touchdown pass from Dawson to Bryson Smith on third and goal from the 18. Three years ago, that play and that drive doesn't happen for the simple fact of Fort Hay State would not have had the football. Replay and technology allows Fort Hay State to have the football as they should. Great point. Here's the kick from Art. It's going to be taken at the four-yard line. And that's going to be a new return man for the Bearcats. And again, good coverage on kick return. Jamar Simpson, one of the wide receivers back there after uh, the injury earlier. And 
Philippe Menga on that coverage for Fort A State on special teams. Well, Tigers got a stop, and then they got a touchdown. Now see if the defense can respond and get off the field again as Northwest will start at their own 23-yard line. We are, what, about three minutes, a little over three minutes into the third quarter. Northwest Missouri State has 96 total yards. Yeah, why this defense has come to play tonight. First and 10, Bearcats from their own 23, 10-3, Fort A State with the only touchdown of the last possession. There's a pass, great catch, and a great grab by Alexander on the throw from the quarterback, Martin, in traffic. Alexander caught it, then got belted hard at the 36-yard line by Sam Brandt, but he holds on to it for a 13-yard gain. Now that was one of those that your receiver is just trying to help out the team because of the struggles more active. We didn't really call his name the entire first half. Alexander came into the game with eight catches. Their leading receiver handoff up the middle. It goes to Harris. And Jay Harris runs into Fort A State's defensive tackle Parrish Terry getting the snaps here in this third quarter for the injured Gavin Hazelhorse. Brings him down to the 40. It's another gain of four and it's second down and six. Missouri State trying to go faster and trying to go right at the Northwest, uh, right at the Fort Hay State defense. They've been trying to hit the edges a lot. Now they're trying to hit the middle. Fort Hay State with a late substitution. Yeah, it was it was held up because okay, of an offensive All right, so Dimitri Scott came in for Evan Darville. There's a pass incomplete. A quick hitter from the quarterback, Martin, right through the hands of Alexander. That was almost intercepted. It goes incomplete. That is one of those plays where when you feel like things are going against your team, it would have been tipped, and it gets tipped up in the air. Instead, it was tipped and tipped straight down to the ground. There we go, third down. Northwest 0 for 7 tonight on third downs. Third down down at six from their own 40. 10.46 to go here in the third. 10-3 Tigers. Three wide receivers left, one to the right. Dixon, or make that Harris the running back. Back to pass is Martin being flushed to his right. He's going to run. He gets hit. He won't have it. He gets belted out of bounds at the 43 by Travion Mitchell. It's a run of three yards. The Bearcats need six, and it's fourth down. Travion Mitchell played for Mays South High School, and unfortunately I was on the wrong end of some calls of his in high school. He's looked good in black and gold before. Now it was black and old gold back in his Mays South days. It's black and new gold now, and he is a player. Crutchfield back at the 15-yard line to receive this putt. Northwest goes three and out on their second consecutive possession. And that one play for 13. You're right, correct. You're right. They had the one first down. There's a high punt. Fair catch called by Crutchfield at the 21-yard line. So that will be a 37-yard punt. Timeout. No timeout. Or no uh, no return, I should say. <laughs> there is a timeout. 9.59 to go into third. 10-3 Tigers on the Tiger Sports Network built by PwC. Bearcats got a first down, but then have to punt. They've punted twice here in their two third-quarter possessions. And Fort A. Stable had the ball at the 22-yard line. Our third quarter brought to you by Bush Light. Proud supporters of Kansas Farmers. Enjoy an ice-cold Bush Light, but please do so responsibly. Well, our unofficial sideline guy, Mike Holliday, <laughs> sent me a text here a moment ago and said, our D-line is dominant. We gave him a sideline pass, didn't we? We should have put him to work tonight. Well, we just did there, Here I guess. Here we go. Third, uh, first down for the Tigers, and Dawson is going to be sacked. He'll lose about three. Got taken to the turf rather violently by Drake Kinsella. Back up defensive tackle out of Grant City, Missouri. Back of the 19-yard line, so... 
A sack there for Northwest. They had three in the first half, and they're number four right there here on the Tigers' second possession of the third quarter. Coverage sack. There was nobody yeah. open. The pocket collapsed quickly. He stepped up trying to find a spot, and that was actually not a bad decision by Jack just to go ahead and hold on to that. You have the 10-3 to lead. Second down, 13 from the 19-yard line. 10-3 Tigers, a little over nine minutes to go in the third quarter. Bearcats show blitz. Here it comes. Dawson gets rid of it quickly and just dangerously threw it away in the direction of running back Travis Dixon. Volstead, who picked him off inside the five, was closer to that ball than Dixon. And again, Northwest sending everybody on that one. Dawson had to get rid of it, and now it's third down and 13. What is it? Forday's going to go to work here. They're four for ten on third down. Two receivers left, two to the right, straddling the numbers on each side. Dixon, the running back, lining up to the right of Dawson, looks to the sideline for the play. Clock still with 13 on it. Now Dixon will shift to the right of the quarterback. And there's the snap. Dawson to throw. In traffic, downfield, it's almost intercepted. That was a dangerous pass, and Jaden Horace saved an interception. He reached out more like a defensive back and deflected that pass. If he doesn't get his hands on it, the Bearcats intercept it, and Fort A. State goes three and out. Yeah, and really that three and out is more on the, the Northwest Missouri State defense than it is the Fort Hay State offense. Northwest dialed up pressure on each of those plays, and they were able to get there. Fort A. State on that little wheel route. That's the second time they dialed it up, and it's there, but Northwest is bringing yeah. a blitz. They're going to have to adjust that a little bit. I think if you run it one more time and let Travis Dixon know, hey, three steps out, take a look. It's still open, and you're going to get the ball. Zizen came to punt. The Bearcats come after it, and they run into the kicker. He got the punt away, and this is going to be a penalty, and the Tigers with great coverage downfield on the return of Northwest Missouri State's Jake Weber, and they run into the punter, and he is down. Is that Zizen Cam down? He took a hit. The punter, this is going to be a personal foul. The Bearcats with an Personal foul, roughing the kicker, number five, receiving team. 15-yard penalty, first down. So Fort A State is going to keep the football, and Zizen Cam is down. They came all out after him. And Northwest, I think, is going to challenge this, but saying they, they touched Fort the football first. challenging that the punt was tipped. We'll review the play. Well, he said Fort Hayes, but it's Northwest. And that's a smart challenge as well because Fort Hayes will keep the ball if not. Correction. Northwest Missouri State is challenging that the punt was tipped. Well, Dwight Niebling at Lewis Field. man. I knew where you were going to go. Uh, There was no replay then, and a rather key block field goal was – taken away and Fort A State lost to Pittsburgh State one night. Kind of interesting that we have another play and Zeisenkamp is coming off under his own power. It appears on our first view of replay that it was not tipped. We'll see if we get another one. Here's a good view. Boy, it's hard to tell. It's so but, fast. But the way the ball came out, it's hard to believe that he that it was hit because the punt still went all the way back. It would end up being a where do they spot the football? Back at the about the 45, it ended up being well, about a 36-yard here, punt. Here's the problem, Gerard, is that they, they'll have to go back, and again, technology right. will let them do this. They've already spotted it that Fort Hay State will yes. have the ball yeah. first and 10, but there's not an official back to where the drive, the punt and that play ended, which was somewhere around the 40-yard yeah. line. They'll have to, and they could go back if they do indeed. Kind of feel like that if this takes forever, it's kind of going to go back to Northwest Missouri State. In the first view we had, it's really hard to tell. Well, that might be what plays. 
It was a tight shot. You really couldn't tell. But the way the ball came out, it's hard to believe that it got tipped. But we'll find out. It happened so it fast did. that that might play in the Tigers' favor of did it actually get tipped. Again, and it's got to be the call of the field now. was personal foul roughing the kicker. It's got to be clear and concise evidence to overturn it. So we've had two key video reviews tonight. The first one reversed in the favor of Fort Hayes State, and now we'll see what happens here. I'll be the guy that's dressed in black that is hopefully not going to get beat up in the next three seconds. I think it was tipped. Okay. It it the the way the ball was going through the air, and I know it still went 30 or so yards. My initial reaction was that it had gotten tipped when it was kicked. Now, again, that's live at the moment. That's the way that I viewed it. So if this does go the way of Northwest Missouri State, I'm not going to be completely shocked. Still a long review down there in the tent as they try to square this all out. Looks like they're back and underway. They are now in the third quarter in Jefferson City. Still 17 to nothing, Washburn. They had a lengthy lightning delay. No, they're in another lightning delay. They are in the third quarter. They're in their second weather delay. 17 to nothing in favor of Pitt. And it's now a final. Here comes the Dwight Diebling. 38 nothing, Emporia wins the day. After reviewing the play, the punt was tipped, so there is no roughing the kicker. Ball belongs to Northwest Missouri State at the 47-yard line. Northwest Missouri State has not charged a timeout and has one coach challenge remaining. Well, yeah. I mean, video showed he got a piece of it, so good good challenge there by the Bearcats, and so that's going to be their football now at the, what do they say, 48-yard line? 47 is what 47, they said. 47, okay. I, I don't think that's the correct mark, did, though. Yeah, I thought he was further back, but that's where they're going to mark it. So it ends up being a 33-yard punt. Northwest will start at their own 47. So we've had two video challenges tonight, and both have been overturned. One in favor of Fort A. State, the other now in favor of Northwest. Tigers show blitz. They don't come. Martin to his right, throws downfield, almost intercepted. His pass was behind the intended target. Did Perez pick that off? He's got it. No, it's incomplete. He came up with a football, but the official said it was batted down. Mark, um, Mason Perez almost had another pick. Here in the stadium, the reviews are, by the way, Gavin Hazelhorst running in. Now he's coming back out. but um, He's limping, but he did well, go there. And the Tigers have a player oh, down as well. That's Benny Williams. Officials timeout for an injured defensive player. He spun. Benny Williams did spun and went after that ball. And I think it looked like he rolled an ankle when it was live. Uh, we'll, I'm sure we'll get some sort of replay. By the way, that, that instant replay in the stadium here on the on the on the video board, it's brought to you by Second Wind IV, and I bring that up because I don't know when they did that sponsorship. If they thought there was any chance they were going to get to actually use that sponsorship, yeah. you get to do that tonight. That is former Fort Hay State University player Cole Cherry Holmes and his wife Nikki, yes, who right. uh, who are a part of that. So I give them that shout out mainly because of the former Fort Hay State tie here with with being a Tiger, but also. There was a chance that that sponsorship, other than them used. throwing it up there, was never going to get to used in the moment of an actual review. Well, they're working on Williams. Might be a cramp. Yeah, hopefully so. He got, got the start tonight at Bandit back. They moved with Ty. Yeah, he's coming off under his own power. I think that's right. With Ty Cooper's injury, Sam Brandt moved to Rover. And then Benny Williams, who'd been a backup cornerback, getting the start at Bandit back. So, Tiger's secondary with some injuries. The linebackers 
uh, with some injuries, but good to see there Williams dealing with a cramp, it appears. Second down and 10, Northwest from their own 47. 8.51 to go in the third. A big crowd tonight at Lewis Field. It's been a good one. 10-3. Fort A State on top of the 15th-ranked Bearcats going for their third win in six years. Here's a dump pass to take Young out of the backfield. He breaks a tackle and is near a first down as he runs along the near numbers out to about the 43 of Fort A State. Brought down by Caleb Pillow and Mason Perez. They dialed up the right time to use a screen play. Just shy of the first down. And Tank Young is right, man. Tank is the word. He is listed at 5'7", 178. I would put money on him being closer to 200 than 175. He's battled injuries. Jay Harris is in there now. Northwest Missouri State is struggled on third down tonight. And they're going to run it and... Get, nope, they're not going to be shy. They're going to be just shy of the first down, trying to run it up the middle. Boy, Forte State's been good against the run, and now it's fourth and one. No gain on that play. I don't know how John Johnson, I, I was going to say how Gavin Hazelhorse is fighting, but that's three, not eight, and now John Johnson is starting to limp out on the field. Bearcats 0 for 9 now on third down. They're going to go for it here on fourth. They're 1 for 2. They need a yard. Tied end to the near side. They hand it off to Harris. He's got it. Just barrels his way forward. He's still on his feet. And then the whistle, I think, had blown, but Harris was still going. And then men just hit him. But it's going to be a first down to the Tiger 42. They just were able to pick up two, but they only needed one. And the drive continues for Northwest. So have yet to convert on third down tonight, but twice now on fourth down. And this drive's still going. Regardless of your tie to any team, I always find it remarkable when offensive guys are down. The whistle blows, they get up and run, and then they take exception when the defensive guy tries to make a tackle. You're still running. First and 10, Bearcats right in the middle of the field. They hand it off to Harris, tries to bounce out to the right. Tigers try to corral him. Now it's a rugby scrum, and that pile moves all the way down to the 35 of Fort Hayes State. Well, they stood him up, but give credit to the Bearcat offensive line. They kept blocking, and it ends up being a pretty good run. We're not going to pile it or mark it out of the pile. The 37-yard line, so it's a five-yard run on first down for Jay Harris, and it's second down, and we'll give him six, second down at four. Miles Minges is starting to battle some cramps now. All down to the 37-yard line of Fort Hayes State. 10-3 Tigers, six and a half and counting third quarter. Two receivers left and right for the redshirt freshman Martin, who hands it off to Harris, breaks out of a tackle, stays on his feet inside the 30, and down to about the 28-yard line. That'll be a gain of nine and a Bearcat first down. A rare missed tackle for Fort Hayes State because they had the running back, Harris, in the backfield. Evan Darville and then some, one of the other defensive ends, and that might have been uh, Parrish Terry, got in deep. They made him jump over the pile. Somebody got a hand on him, but not enough. Dimitri Scott eventually brings him down. First and 10, Bearcats, Tiger 28, Harris bouncing out to his right. Then he slips and goes down in front of Mason Perez. He was trying to cut back up field, and his feet came out from under him. A short gain of one, second out and nine. That was a design counter because uh, Northwest Missouri State had been going right at Fort Hayes state and so now you're trying to catch them over pursuing trying to funnel them down into the middle and cut back to the far side but that that lewis field turf helping out fort hay state young lines up as a receiver he comes in motion it's going to be a jet sweep to the running back he's bottled up stays on his feet men just hits him along with help and he gets brought down shy of the 35 yard line men just was there perez was there for fort hay state to make that tackle and it's going to be a short gain of about two Sam Brand also there, 
They're going to now mark the ball at the 25-yard line. It is a two-yard gain, and here we go. Third down again, Northwest 0 for 9 tonight. Although they may be at four-down territory, down 10 to 3 with 4.59 to go in the third. There's five minutes to go in the third. It feels like it's five minutes to go in the fourth. It's been a long third quarter, it feels like. Three wide receivers left, two right. Empty backfield for Henry Martin. The redshirt freshman getting his first career start tonight. Time across the middle. Pass complete to the 15. It's a first down. Perez on the tackle to Trayvon Alexander, who I don't think had a catch in the first half. He's been a target here since, and that's a gain of 10 and a first down. The first, first down converted tonight by Northwest Missouri State, one of 10 now, and yet Fort Hay State with just a seven-point lead, and for how long? They marked it at the 16, so it's a nine-yard completion. First down and 10, the Bearcats inside the Fort A. State red zone for one of the few times tonight. Handoff to Harris, bounces out to the left. He's being chased. He's at the 10 and taken out of bounds by Rome and Pillow at the 5. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to Fort A. State football. The 11th play of this drive for Northwest, longest drive by far for either team tonight. 10-3 Tigers, but Northwest knocking on the door to try to tie it. Harris, the running back to the right. This play is going to be blown dead as there's movement right before the ball is snapped. Both of the receivers in tandem took off and nobody else did. Prior to the snap, false start, number 13, offense, five-yard penalty. First down. So that'll go against the receiver, Trayvon Alexander. Trayvon's got to be looking around going, wait a minute. I'm not the only one that moved. So moves it back to the 10-yard line. First and goal at the 10 for the Bearcats. Three receivers right to the left. Empty backfield for Martin, who now looks to the sideline. Andrew Theobald, the left tackle, 6'6", 302, stands up to look as well. That's a big human being. Big offensive line. Here's Martin. He wants to run. Breaks one tackle. He will not break the second. Brought down by Parrish Terry. Oh, what a game he's had tonight. All the way back at the 15-yard line. That looked like a design run for Northwest. And Fort Hay State blows it up. It's a loss of five. I'm not real sure if it was or not, but Fort Hay State faked a blitz. In fact, the linebacker, John Johnson took about two steps in and then retreated. So if there was a thought of a pass, I think it was quickly taken away on that feigned blitz. Terry, the redshirt freshman out of Tuttle, Oklahoma. He's been big tonight. He's played a lot with Gavin Hazelhorst battling some sort of leg injury. Second and goal now from the 15 for the Bearcats. Three receivers left, and just as the ball is snapped, I think Northwest calls a timeout. Timeout, Northwest Missouri State, first charge. So Northwest will call a timeout. We'll go ahead and keep it right here. Washburn now up 24 to nothing as they go to the fourth quarter in. Well, that still says they're in a lightning delay. They're not. They're not, yeah, but I just realized they have plates. But they're moving along quickly. They're now into the fourth quarter. And Washburn leads it 24 to nothing. Emporia State wins today 38 to nothing at Northeastern. They scored 24 in the first. Didn't do a whole lot after, but the Hornets ranked 12th this week, now 3 and 0. This afternoon, Missouri Western blew a 20-point lead, but then rallied late to beat Central Oklahoma 34-31. Pittsburgh State won at Central Missouri 38-37 after they 
Mules failed on a two-point conversion with 38 seconds to go. And Missouri Southern with a big defensive battle. They win today 18 to 13. And Carney, your scoreboard update brought to you by Mason Miller CPAs, your business advisors with offices in Phillipsburg, Norton, Stockton, and Quinter. I mentioned how this feels like fourth quarter right now and apparently Northwest Missouri State must feel that way to a certain extent to use this timeout on second and goal from the 15 yard line to feel like that this is and if you look at the the way this game has gone this is one of the few times that they have threatened to score across the 50 in this game. Bearcats have not had a lot offensively tonight. 159 yards, their best drive by far. They had it down to the five. Now it's second and goal from the 15 after the sack and penalty. There's a pass to the end zone. It's going to be overthrown and incomplete as Martin was trying to go to the tight end, Zach Atkins, who was well defended, and the pass was over his head and incomplete. And now it's third down and goal for Northwest from the 15-yard line, trailing the Tigers 10-3. to That was Northwest watching film of the Pittsburgh State game and realizing how much trouble Fort Hay State had tracking the tight ends near the end zone. Now, Pitt State has an All-American tight end. That plays into it, but they they watched film. They understood what they were trying to do. There we go. Third and goal from the 15. Tigers showing blitz. There's three receivers to the left and one to the right. Tank Young is a running back. He'll line up right of Henry Martin, who's in the shotgun. He takes the snap. Here comes the blitz. It's a dump down to Young. He's at the 10. Stiff arms the Tiger. Taken down to the 9. Benny Williams back in there along with... Mikel Williams, the linebacker, they knock him out of bounds at the nine-yard line. It's a gain of six, and this may be a fourth down try. No, they bring in the field goal unit. You know, they probably have some thought process here of move the ball, try to do it again in the fourth, take the points when you can get it because a touchdown then gives you a lead. That was really well done by Fort A. State because they brought seven on the blitz and were still able to get to the screen pass. 27-yard field goal from Lamble. He had a 29-yarder on the very first play of the second quarter for the Bearcats' only points. The ball just inside the left hash. Good snap, hold down, kick from Lamel is up, and that kick splits the uprights, and the Bearcats add three more to the scoreboard. It's now 10-6 Tigers with 2.19 to go in the third, but the defense, bend but don't break. Northwest got it down to the five, but have to settle for three. Now Fort Hay State offense has to figure out what to do. They had a long time to talk about it on what has been Northwest Missouri State's by play and time longest drive of the game, and so for Fort Hay State now, you got to know what you're doing coming into this next drive. You need to eat up some clock. You need to use that not only because of having the lead, but that defense needs a rest. We saw a couple of guys starting a struggle from cramps, long time out on defense. If you're Fort Hay State, you got to put some something together here to give your guys a break and then try to put some points on the board. 14 plays to go 43 yards for Northwest. Took 6.39 off the clock. and. Well, you're right. We saw this a week ago. A lot of talk about the second half of the pit game. That long second quarter drive just wore down the defense. They were never the same the rest of the night. Fort A. State in the first half had the ball for 16.05. They were up about two minutes in time of possession. The Tigers in the second half have had the football for two minutes and 25 seconds. Yeah, that scoring drive was a minute 24. And so Northwest now owns a six, nearly six-minute advantage in time of possession. We mentioned it. They are among the tops in the nation 
in time of possession. Four-day state near the bottom, but they had held their own until that series. See if they could come back. High kick, and four-day state's going to return it. It's bobbled and grabbed at the five-yard line, out to the 15 across the 20, and up to the 25-yard line was... Sean DeLotter on that return, his first kick return, I believe, of the year. Maybe trying to catch Northwest Missouri State sleeping a little bit. Fort A. State hasn't returned a kick in a long time. Six quarters. 24-yard line is where Fort A. State will have it. Now leading by just four, 10-6. But 2.14 to go in the third. Big crowd here tonight. Most of them have hung around. Good one as Fort A. State tries to get another win over Northwest. Beat them back-to-back and. 17 and 18 and 17. It was the first back-to-back losses for Northwest forever. Here's a pump fake. Dawson can't find anyone. Now he's in trouble. Just throws it away. It's picked off. Is it a kid or out of bounds? Rolling on the field is an incomplete pass. Second down. That was dangerous. Dawson just got rid of it. It was actually intercepted by Bryce Cohn, but he caught it out of bounds. And he's trying Bearcats, to throw it away. Bearcats may want to challenge. They do. They're going to challenge this. Well, if you're going to throw that away, you got to throw it out of bounds. I think it's a pick. I I really my do. My first thought was interception. It looked like he got his feet down. That would be a costly mistake by Jack Dawson, who's beside himself right now. Trying to avoid the sack. Missouri State is challenging that the previous play was an interception. Which goes back to the, the roughing the kicker. They did not lose their challenge with that going their way, so they still have one. We're going to get a look right here. It's going to be a good angle, I believe. And it, oh, they got, <laughs> they just cut the feed. Now we'll get a different view here. Unless he's bobbling that's it. That's the only, what, from the angle we just saw, it appears his feet were inbounds. That's oh, just a bad mistake. Yeah, I don't, I don't think there's any doubt on if his feet were inbounds. It's, it's going to be if he had possession yep. of the football. Wow. Dawson just kind of underhanded that. Well, that's going to be a big turnover. It'd be the first of the game for either team. Tigers, of course, in the positive in that regard. Northwest had six turnovers a week ago. Tiger football brought to you in part by BGI, your John Deere dealer locations in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Nest City, and Pratt. BTI, our family, in partnership with your family. Well, one play wasn't exactly what I was talking about when putting a drive together following your defense being out well, on the field. And Northwest going to have the ball in really good shape. They're out of the tent. Here we go. After review, the ruling of an incomplete pass is confirmed. Wow. It's second down. Woo. Northwest Missouri State has charged a timeout. They're second and is out of coach challenges. Well, there's no happier man in Lewis Field right now than Jack Dawson. Yeah. That could have been a crucial mistake. Instead, the Tigers live for another down. Second and 10 for their own 24, leading 10-6 with 2.05 to go in the third quarter. Horace, one-on-one coverage here to the left, one to the right. That's Bryson Smith, two backs in the backfield this time. Cormany, the tight end, goes in motion, and they hand the ball off to Jaquan Tillis, his first carry since the opener at Northeastern State. He's brought down by Jake Fisher in the backfield. That play goes for nothing. All the way back to the 18-yard line. They lose six, and now it's third down and 15. Fort A. State took a lead by being aggressive and going down the field. 
Third down and 15. The Tigers from their own 18-yard line now, leading 10-6. Dawson takes the snap. He rolls near side, throws to Watts, who makes the catch and falls, upstays inbounds at the 27-yard line. Picks up about seven or eight, but four days is going to have to pump this one away. Three and out for a second consecutive drive with the lead. And now Northwest going to get a chance to get the ball back and take the lead, only down by four. The only reason that drive gave the defense any time to rest was because of the review. Exactly. Zeisenkamp, who had his last one tipped, stands back at a 12-yard line. He got shaken up on that play. See if Northwest comes after it. They will not. Zeisenkamp gets off a wobbly kick. It's going to be taken at the 35. Tackle eluded once, twice. Now some running room, and Fort A. State able to gather back up and converge on Jake Weber, their new return man. It was Gatchet there in special teams coverage for Fort A. State at the 43-yard line. So not a great punt, 32 yards, and Northwest pretty good field position. Kind of sets a momentum change here with 37 seconds left in the third. 10-6 Tigers, but Northwest from their own 43. Outside of the one drive for Fort Hayes State, they have been three and out on their next two, holding a lead. Two receivers right, one left. Martin's going to throw it deep, looking downfield. It's going to be incomplete, and a late flag comes out. Benny Martin's going to be called for pass interference on Jake Weber. I think that's probably the right yeah, call. It was almost the same play that got called on Northwest in the first half. Benny never turned and just kept running right through the intended receiver. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. he did. That's a good call. From our angle, it was hard to see how much contact yeah. there was, so that was the thing pass to try to turn and look number at. Number five, defense, 15-yard penalty first half well and and the defensive back for fort hay state he is doing his best to hey if if it's 15 yards it's not six points exactly 30 seconds to go in the third quarter 10-6 tigers bearcats now have it first and 10 of the tiger 43 actually the 42 yard line Ten to six our score Fort A. State trying to hold on here. Here's Young in motion. They fake the handoff to the running back. Martin to throw. He's under pressure. He's going down all the way back at his 45. He'll lose 13 yards. That's a big-time sack for Jason Wallace. He was our Tiger spotlight. And, man, as he played tonight, that's his first sack as a Tiger. That is the inexperience of a redshirt freshman quarterback not in making a play worse than it was already going to become. They're going to mark it at the 46, second down and long, second down and 23, and that'll be the end end of the the third third quarter. quarter. So a sack by Wallace. Fort A. State, I think, has three of those tonight. And now the Bearcats will have it second and long as we begin the fourth. We will step aside. A good one tonight in Hayes. Tigers 10, Bearcats 6 on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. Back of the night for Jason Wallace. He did have that one back in the first quarter. Northwest had not given up a sack in the first two games this year. They have been sacked four times tonight. Second down. They don't have the yard line marker up, but it is second down at 22. Now they get it set. Bearcats back to their own 46-yard line. Tigers lead 10-6 as we begin the fourth quarter. 
There's a snap. There's a throw down field. It's going to be intercepted by Caleb Pillow. He stepped in front of the intended receiver, Rashad Shelton. Now Shelton has the football, and what are they going to rule? If it's equal possession, the offensive player gets it. Pillow had it for a moment, and it's going to be Bearcat football. What is Fort Hay State challenge? I don't know. Really on the field is a catch. Third down, Northwest Missouri State. They get it to the Tiger 44. Pillow had it. And then yeah, it's, it's Northwest football. They took it away as they came down to the ground. Well, that was almost a remarkable interception instead of big catch. And it brings up third down and 12 now for Northwest at the Tiger 44. Four-day stayed up 10-6 with 14-45 to go in the game. Martin the snap. He throws. It's going to be caught. It's not going to be enough. And the ball charge free. It's incomplete. That was a big-time hit by Trent on the hit. On the pass that was caught initially by Weber and then charred free. And boy, Fort A State physical as they've been in multiple years tonight. North, uh, Northwest is now 1 for 12 on third down tonight. But Fort A State is leaving their defense out there, not taking anything yeah. for chance that this might be a fake. Crutchfield will go back to the five, but the rest of the defense maybe not so sure about this. 10 6 Tigers. Lamel will punt. He's back inside his 45, and he will punt it away. High spiral. Good kick. Is it going to stay in play? It lands at the two and rolls into the end zone. So a 44-yard punt, but it rolls into the end zone. A net of only 24. Fort A. State will have it at their own 20-yard line, leading Northwest 10-6 with 14.32 to go here at Lewis Field. Back in a minute, this is the Tiger Sports Network built by PwC. Kona Big Wave, bring the aloha. It's a crisp, easy-drinking beer. Enjoy a big wave on game day, but remember to do so responsibly. 10-6, Fort A. State, they just get a stop. Now we'll have it first and 10 of their own 20-yard line. Still an eternity to go. 14 and a half minutes. We're early here in the fourth. Trayvon, or excuse me, um, Smith and Watts are wide out to the left. Two to the right, including the tight end, Cormany. Dawson throws. He's got Dixon out of the backfield, breaks a tackle, and stumbles forward for five to the 25-yard line. We've seen Fort A. State use the running back, Travis Dixon, in pass plays more this year. Charles Gaddy makes the tackle. Gaddy, the Douglasville, Georgia product, transfer from Division I Western Carolina. And Dixon's coming out hobbling badly. Yeah, he is. Shane Watts into the game now. Watts will be in it, running back. His brother Trevor. Yep, I think so. Wide to the right. Smith and Horace here to the left. They both have had big games today. Second and five Tigers from their own 25, leading Northwest 10 to 6, early fourth. Bearcats show blitz. Here they come. Dawson throws. It's going to be caught short of the first down. Shane Watts caught it, stumbles to the 29. He's one yard shy, and it's third down and one. That is the little wheel route out of the backfield I told you about in the first, that little hot read when it's going to be there. Shane got his head turned around in time to catch the football at least. Now Fort A State has got to convert on this third down. Watts the running back. It's third down and one. These short yardage situations were tough a year ago. Cormany, the tight end. He'll take the direct snap. Does he have it? I don't know. They're still pushing. He's going to be short. They ran that multiple times a year ago, the direct snap, and now they're right at the 30-yard line where the far side official comes. This is going to be close. We'll see where they unpile. It's a first down for Fort A. State on the one-yard run by Kale Cormany. Oh, Kale this week. Um, 
made put everybody to shame who has ever oh. whoever spoke at a, a Fort Hayes what presser. What a delight to talk to him. He was a well-spoken young man, and Fort Hayes State has just brought Dawson Reynolds, the right guard, out of the game. So here's Dylan Rockin. Dawson is coming over and setting down on the bench. Rock out of Plano, Texas, redshirt sophomore in there now. Fort Hayes State to the line of scrimmage, first and 10 from their own 30. Leading 10-6 with 12-and-a-half to play. Cormany, the tight end in motion to hand it off to Brant. Sam peril dozes, gets knocked free. The ball is loose, and Northwest has it. Brant turns it Shane over. Watts. Excuse me, Shane Watts turns it over, and Charles Gaddy recovers it. Shane Watts got hit. The ball dislodged, and the Tigers have the first giveaway of the night, and Northwest will have it at the 26-yard line. Down by only four. Now the Fort Hay State offense has had chances to go win this football game since having the ball up 10 to three. They go three and out, three and out, and now fumble deep in their own territory. That was a big time hit. Watts got spun around. The ball popped free, and now the first turnover for either team. Northwest has it at the 26, and now the Tiger fans try to make some noise. The defense has had some big stops tonight. They really need one now. 10-6 Tigers with 12-20 to play. Two tight ends. They go heavy to the right. They hand it off to Harris up the middle. He's hit. He'll get about four and then runs into a wall of Tigers. Patient run. There's a big group of Tigers there. Mason Perez was one of them. Evan Darville as well. They're going to mark him all the way down to the 21-yard line, a five-yard gain on first down. Patient run. They brought in two tight ends. They went heavy on that one and ran it off to the left. I, I think that was the huddle up on the sideline that took a little longer after the timeout was Northwest Missouri State talking about just going right at Fort Hay State. Even their wide receivers are the bigger wide receivers. Alexander at 195 and Simpson on this far side. Alexander and Shelton here to the near side. Now the tight end hand comes in motion. They hand it off to Harris. He runs that way. He's got a first down, gets spun around. Brant makes the tackle, but not before he takes it all the way down to the nine-yard line. And there's an injured Tiger. It's Evan Darville. That's an 11-yard run and a first down for Northwest Missouri Officials State. Officials timeout for an injured defensive player. Darville is sitting up right now, but they'll attend to him Northwest kind of flexing their muscle right now just some power running and they have it first and goal at the, at the nine trying to take the lead for the first time tonight Fort A State has had the game in the balance a couple of times and has not been able to put a drive together to a give their defense a rest and B maybe put this out of reach of Northwest Missouri State with the way their offense was going you felt like if Fort A State got up 14 to 3 that, that might be a little too much, but the Tiger offense has not been able to keep up their part. Darville up and on his feet. He's going to walk off under his own power. Tiger football brought to you in part by the Taco Shop. Whether you order by phone, use the handy app, dine-in, carry-out, or delivery, you've never had it so good. The Taco Shop, he's tradition since 1970. So Darville comes off under his own power, but he'll have to come out. Dimitri Scott in there right now for this first and goal. The Bearcats down to the nine. Four-day stayed up 10-6, but Northwest again threatening. They got it down to the five earlier in the third quarter, but penalty and a sack kind of thwarted that scoring opportunity. They had to settle for a field goal. There's a handoff to Harris. He bounces out to the left, now cuts it back up, and he's down at the seven. He'll get a couple of yards. 
Miles Ben just there. That was good play by Fort A State. They anticipated the cutback, and now Menges and Harris with a friendly discussion about that last play. Tigers did a good job to set the edge. It was uh, Parrish Terry who's had a great game in relief of Gavin Hazelhorst. They mark it at the eight, a one-yard gain. Second and goal, Bearcats. Two receivers near side. They hand it up the middle. Dixon spins. He's down inside the two and all the way down to the one-yard line. Miles Menges has Benny Williams holding on for dear life, and now it's third and goal from the one. I'm surprised Northwest Missouri State didn't do this earlier, just going yeah. right at Fort Hay State. They've tried to hit, hit the edges all night, and the Tigers have been able to, to thwart that. And here comes Evan Darville back into the ball game. Yep, he'll come in. Dimitri Scott will come out. It's third and goal. They're going to mark it at the two. Third and goal from the two for Northwest. So far this year, seven for nine in the red zone. Direct snap to the running back, Harris. He's hit, he won't get in. And he lost the football. Free. The ball is loose at the five. Fort Hayes says they have it. No signal from the official yet. They're unpiling. Tiger football. Jay Harris coughed it up. I think it was John Johnson who recovered it. the field is fumble. Recovered by the defense. First down, Fort Hayes State. Fort Hayes State with a fumble recovery after they coughed one up earlier, and they've got it at their own four-yard line. I think it was Parrish was that it forced okay? it. And then I'm not sure who landed on top of it. I think John Johnson, but he was Parrish, the last to get up. Parrish is the one that I believe forced the fumble. What a sneaky play. The quarterback is pointing out he lined up underneath the guard. And then they snapped it directly to the running back. Fort A State, though, right on top of it. Well, wow. This defense has played their hearts out tonight. And how about Parrish Terry? Gavin Hazelhorse has been limited with a leg injury, and Terry has come. Dawson one yard deep in the end zone. He's going to hand it off to Dixon. He bounces out to the right, and he takes it all the way up to about the nine-yard line to pick up five and give Fort A State a little breathing room on first down. They mark it at the nine, five-yard gain, second and five. It was Andrew Dumas in there for Northwest to make that tackle. And this is one of those plays or situations right here. Tigers backed up deep. They got a big turnover. This offense needs to do something. They're going to go double tight ends. Dixon the running back. Receiver left, receiver right. Dawson to throw. He's looking here. Smith got tackled. It's incomplete, and that's going to be pass interference on Smith, and that might be a similar play. 15's better than a touchdown because he grabbed Smith as he turned by him, grabbed him twice, and then knocked him down. That might be holding. Pass no, they will be pass interference. Number six, defense. 15-yard penalty, first down. That'll move it out to the 24-yard line. Tell you what. If Khalil Smith doesn't do that, that very well may have gone to the house. Khalil Smith is a two-time first-team All-MIAA player, and Bryson Smith has taken it right at him, a newcomer to the MIAA, and the two-time first-teamer, and Khalil Smith is a heck of a player, is having all he wants tonight. It's been a heck of a battle. So it moves it out to the 24. It's a first and 10 for the Tigers with 9-21 to go here in the game. Tigers clinging to a 10-6 lead. 
Four down linemen, five on the line of scrimmage, four down for the Bearcats. They bring the blitz, handoff, Dixon, no, Dawson keeps it. The quarterback spins, he's going to have a first down. He faked the handoff, ran around the right, and takes it all the way up to the 34 on a gain of 10, brought down by Andrew Dumas. All right, Jack Dawson has made some mistakes tonight. That was a play where he was going to make sure that he let the, the rest of the offense know, I'm going to do my part here. And he didn't slide. He spun, tried to get the extra yards, gave a little first down pump at the end of that draw at the end of that run. First and ten Tigers, they're out to their own 34. This drive started at their own four after Jay Harris coughed it up for Northwest. 10-6 Tigers, 8.40 to play. Snap back to Dawson. He hands it off to Dixon. Starts up the middle. Tries to bounce out to the left. He's able to get positive yardage out to the 36. That was a good job by Dixon to gain something. Jake Fisher in there for Northwest, their third-team all-conference defensive end from a year ago out of Smithville, Missouri, on the tackle. Just across the 35, one-yard gain, second and nine. Officially, Terry Parrish with the fumble forced. Mikel Williams with the recovery. Very good. Well, how about Parrish Terry? He's, He's played this year, but this is by far his most duty with the injury to Hazelhorst, and, man, he's played well. Tigers will run their two receivers just off the tackles. Two tight ends line up in the slot. They hand it off to Dixon. He's going nowhere. He gets grabbed and dropped by Fisher about the time he took the handoff. Back of the 32-yard line. That play loses three, and now Forday State facing a third down and 12. Well, Forday State is trying to kill clock, I understand, but there were there were nine at the line of scrimmage. There, there was just too much, and then you mentioned that the wide receivers were lined up right on just outside of the tackles. There was nowhere to run on that play. Get your station break after this play. Third down and 12. Tigers now for their own 32. Two receivers left, two right. Dixon the running back, left of Dawson in the shotgun. He takes the snap, dropping back, throws downfield. He's got two receivers. Caught by Smith. First down, Tigers at the Bearcat 35-yard line. 33 yards on third and 12. Move the chains. First down, Fort Hayes State. Tackle by Khalil Smith. Somebody wrong ran the wrong route because Shane Watts was the one that almost ended up deflecting it away from Smith. Those two almost ended up knocking the ball away from one another. What a catch, boy. What a night for Bryson Smith out of Tyler, Texas, the Houston transfer. Played in 30 games, made six starts for the Cougars, mainly as a returner. And now we have a little bit of delay. Give us a chance to pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is four-day state football. And mark it at the 33. So it's a 35-yard completion from Dawson to Smith. Three catches now, 76 yards for Bryson, including two unbelievable ones, one of them for a touchdown. Tigers call the timeout. 6.22 to go. Early they the, only have two left, but that might not kind of catch their breath a little bit after that play. Early in the game, it was Trevor Watts' show, right? Yeah. It was seven catches, 126. That might have been his numbers around the halftime mark as well. Yeah, at halftime, he was uh, he was uh, six for 117, so he's one for 10. But because of that threat, you can't roll a safety over top of Bryson Smith. 
you start rolling the safety over top of them, you're going to give the ball to Trevor Watts underneath. The success of the first half has bled over to the second in that respect. 6.22 to go. Tigers have it down to the Bearcat 33, leading Northwest 10-6, trying to knock off the 15th-ranked Bearcats. There's a little pitch out to Dixon. He'll try to run left side, gets back to the line of scrimmage, and that is it. That play went for nothing. So no gain, second down and 10. And take your pick, there's about five white jerseyed Bearcats there to make that stop. Just a quick pitch out to the left and no gain. Tigers are right now negative two yards rushing. They're trying to win a game with net negative yards running the football. They've not finished a negative yardage in their two wins they had in 17 and 18, but they didn't run for much. I mean, it was a struggle, but I'll give them credit for trying. 313 now, yards mind, passing. Those quarterback sacks, I think there's been four right. of them tonight, have gone against the rushing yards. They've actually run it well enough. Second down and 10 for the Bearcat, 33. Play action, Dawson to throw. He's going deep downfield for Smith. Touchdown, Fort Hayes State. Bryson Smith hauls it in. And the Tigers lead by 10, 16-6. A 33-yard strike from Jack Dawson to Bryson Smith. And the offensive line gave him all day to throw, and Jack Dawson took the time. Dawson stood back there and understood that he had the opportunity. He had Trevor Watson the flat, but he understood that he had the time, and he let the route develop for Smith. Shout out offensive line. Here comes the extra point from Arndt, and it splits the uprights, and it is 17-6 Tigers. Bryson Smith could not play in week one. They were still waiting on paperwork from the University of Houston. He has had his breakthrough tonight. We have a timeout with five and a half minutes Media to play. Timeout. Tigers 17, Northwest Missouri State 6 on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PWC. Jack Dawson has his second 300-yard passing game of the year. Did it in Northeastern State. He has it here tonight. Dawson right at it anyway, 289. I guess he's not quite there. Forte State has a couple of 100-yard receivers as well. They got total 346. Yeah. I forgot that he hadn't thrown all the passes. <laughs> That's right. One of those was uh, Smith. There's a short kick and a return out to the 26-yard line, and that is where Northwest Missouri State will take over with 525 to go. Well, here you go. The defense has played so well tonight. They've been big. They've held Northwest to two field goals. And now you got a chance up by 11 to maybe put this game away if you can get a stop. Last time Northwest Missouri State did not score a touchdown was in 2019. They lost 25 to three at Ferris State. And Ferris State's pretty good. Yeah, that was, yeah, exactly. Here we go, first down and 10. Back to pass and a nice catch in traffic by Northwest Missouri State's Kashad Griffin. He got spun around through two defenders and held onto it to 35. John Johnson, the tackle. Northwest going quickly. It's a 10-yard gain to the 36-yard line and a first down. Northwest in hurry-up mode now, trailing the Tigers by 11. There's a quick pass. It's going to be caught by Gia Gary inside the 40, the 38. Short gain of about two, maybe three. Johnson 
the linebacker right there again to wrap him up. They're going to mark him to the 39. Three-yard gain. It's second down. Tigers trying to get some fresh bodies out there. Jaden Barker is into the ball game now. Jaden Barker, the big 6'7", 245-pound redshirt freshman defensive end out of Tampa. They really like what this guy could be. Here's a wide-open receiver. That's Griffin again. He's across midfield and down to the Tiger 44-yard line. And that'll be enough for a Northwest Missouri State first down on a 17-yard pass completion. Florida State going too high safeties. They are giving some space, but they're giving space with over four minutes to go in the game. 17-6 Tigers, but Northwest going into hurry-up mode. Tank Young, the running back in there now. Martin to throw. It's caught at a good open field tackle. Up Miller, St- or excuse me, Weber stayed inbounds. Broke off the tackle of Travion Mitchell. Then Mikkel Williams finished it off. They're going to say the 40-yard line. Parrish Terry is back into the ball game now. He's been huge today, credited with that forced fumble. Florida State staying with their three down or their four down lineman at times. In these situations, they put Miles Menjus back and go with a 3-3 stack, but not yet. Second down and six. Ball at the Tiger 40. 17-6 Tigers inside four to go now. Martin, the shotgun snap. Tigers come with four. Force him out of the pocket. He has to throw it away. He got out of the tackle box, and he threw it beyond the line of scrimmage no, out of bounds. No foul for intentional grounding. The passer's out of the tackle box. Ball crossed the neutral zone. Third down. 6,237 the attendance here tonight. Big crowd. Kind of a late arriving crowd, but it filled in nicely. And now it's third down and six in what will be four down territory for Northwest. One for 13 on third down tonight. Crowd on their feet. Third down and six. Snap back to Martin. He has time. Now he's under pressure. Throws it late. It's incomplete. He was trying to go to the running back, Tank Young, and he got hit right when the ball got there by John Johnson. It's fourth down. This defense has played so well tonight. And they have a chance to put a punctuation onto this game on this play. Fourth down and six for Northwest from the Tiger 43-43 to go. 17-6 Tigers. Snap back to Martin. Here comes some pressure. Throws downfield. Tipped. It's incomplete. The Tigers got another fourth down stop. They'll take over at their own 40, leading by 11 and 3.38 to go in the game. Northwest Missouri State is now one for 14 on third down and two for th- two for four on fourth down. In the biggest moments, the Tiger defense has been at their best. A week after they struggled to get off the field on both third and fourth down against Pittsburgh State. First and 10 Tigers from the 40. This fourth quarter has been brought to you by Kona Big Wave. Bring the Aloha. We all may need to bring the Aloha after this one. What a game. Fort A State trying to do something they haven't done since I was one year old. Beat Northwest at Lewis Field. I may not even been one yet. I have to go double check the date of that game. First and 10 Tigers from their own 40. They hand it off to Dixon, barrels his way up the middle, churning those feet. He gets about four yards. They're going to give him three to the 43-yard line, and now you expect Fort A State to try to keep it on the ground. 
Well, Powers made that tackle. Nile shoot also in there for Northwest. Especially with Northwest only having one yep. timeout. They lost one on the challenge, and then they used one on that second and goal from the 15 that they eventually yep. kicked a field goal. Settle for the field goal. How about that? Two field goals tonight. Scored only 13 a week ago, but had six ter- interceptions. That really thwarted that. They moved the ball pretty well against Emporia, but not tonight. This Tiger defense, who's played good, they're growing up right here. Second down and seven. Tigers let the play clock get down to two. They hand it off to Dixon. He barrels his way up the middle. Gets about a yard now, two, as he squirts out to the 45-yard line. And now Northwest will use their final timeouts. Well, you've got a chance here with 2.43 to go to really make it difficult if you can convert here. Northwest Missouri State. Join us after the game. regulation. Dustin's going to have double duty tonight. He'll talk with head coach Chris Brown as well as a couple of Tiger players. Hopefully they are happy. They are right now. 17-6. to Four-day state leads by nine. It was 3-3 three to three at the end of three. At the end please of two. Put two minutes and 45 on the game clock. And two more seconds two, four, of the five, clock. Please. We're, we're running that uh, home field advantage by taking those couple extra seconds off. They tried. Boy, Four-day state has had to do this through a couple of injuries tonight, too. Gavin Hazelhorst on the defensive line. Tigers have seen Brandon Kerr come out. Dawson Reynolds was out of the game as well at right guard at one point. They've they've worked through a lot of different things to be able to have this 17-6 lead. This defense has been lights out. 218 yards on 66 plays tonight for Northwest Missouri State. That is 3.3 yards for the game. Fort Hayes State, 57 plays, 349, an average of 6.1 yards per play. Third down and five for the Tigers from their own 45, leading by 11. They hand it off to Dixon, runs left side, dives near the first down marker. He landed across the 50. They mark him down just shy by about six inches at the 49. Oh, man, this is tempting, isn't it? Yes, it is, Chris Brown, who is standing right there. He dove and squirted free. They are a half of a yard shy of the first down. You can end it almost right here. Now they move the ball over and back a little bit more. I think Coach Brown is going to let this tick down and take a timeout. You want to make sure you're right. You want to get everybody's opinion, talk about what needs to be talked about. And if you're going to punt, you don't want to rush your punt team out onto the field. Let the, the game clock will be inside of two minutes when the Tigers call the timeout. It's at 1.58. So Fort A. State is a half of a yard shy of a first down, which will end the game timeout. basically with Fort under State. two minutes to go. Second charge. Well, that was a good job by Dixon. He was bottled up and then squirted free and then dove, landed on the other side of the 50, but they said his knee hit at the 49. There's sometimes that the competitive nature of a human being takes over, especially athletes. And, and Travis Dixon did that with no regard for himself. He could have easily gone down two, three yards short of the first down, and nobody would have blamed him. Protect the football, go down, keep the clock running. Instead, he dove for it. Again, no regard for himself at all. That was a let's try to end this game right now type of mentality. What does Fort Hay State do? You know what everybody in the crowd wants them to do. (laughs) You know what everybody wearing black and gold wants Chris Brown to do. I think I know what. The prudent play is probably punt, but you open yourself up to have it blocked. There's a minute 57 to go. It's a two-possession game. Northwest would have it best near the 50. You can end them with a first down. Fort Hay State is challenging the spot in relation to the the line to gain. 
We'll review the play. Third challenge in our game tonight. So Chris Brown is going, or fourth challenge, you're right. You're right, fourth well, challenge. They're going to challenge the line or the spot of the football. And here I thought second wind IV wasn't going to be getting their money's worth out of their out of their sponsorship yeah. for this thing at the at the stadium. But they uh, they certainly are. Um, you know, and for Chris Brown, this is, I think, a double-edged you're you're using the timeout anyway what's the difference you're you're not you're not losing a timeout you're already using the timeout but also if that is closer to the 50 right now it's it's a full yard it's the football behind the 49 or just ahead of the 49 but yeah it's pretty much a yard but if they say if the officials come back say it's like it's a little closer You maybe decide to go for it. Look, I know makes a big difference. I know what Coach Chris Brown wants to do. Yes. He wants to go for it and win this game, essentially win this game. But he's also doing the smart play. I'm a, I'm trying to win this football game. I want Northwest to have to go the furthest distance. Like you've got you've got one, you got the angel on one shoulder talking. <laughs> you got the devil on the other. And then you got, and then you got ninety-three guys or whatever it is in black and gold, you know, rooting you on and to you go know what for they, it. Who they're wanting to win that 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 conversation? Yeah. So yeah, it's and, and I'm, it's and everybody in the stands would love them to end a long discussion here. And this may be harder to to see exactly where the ball. Yeah, he's I short. Mean, his, I think it's his, a good spot. His knee hit. It's a matter of where was the ball when the knee went down. Now, we saw it in live time. They had the ability to pause it and actually look. So it's where was the football when the knee hit. The knee definitely hit around the 48, 49-yard line, but did he have the ball forward enough? Yeah, I, and all you might get is a little bit closer to the 50. The Tigers need to get it just across the 50-yard line. I think this is a, a really good spot. Yeah, and, you're probably right. And again, you're not you're really not losing much by challenging and, and giving your offense and everybody a, a little bit more time. Here we go. Here's After a, review, the ruling on the field stands. Fort Hastings is charged for timeout for second and is out of coach challenges. So so they already called the timeout, right. so it doesn't hurt them anymore. They're, although now they have zeros. Now that they put it back up. Yeah, because they called the timeout and then challenged. So they, the timeout stays. They were going to use the timeout anyway. That's actually a good challenge. You, you take your chance and see. And as you said, seeing the replay, that's probably a pretty good spot. Four-day State is yep. going to punt. And this is the smart thing to do in a an 11-point lead with inside of two minutes left, especially when your defense has played so well tonight. And you want Northwest to have to go as far as possible Northwest to score twice. Tipped one earlier. They're going to bring everybody. They've got a return man back. That's Weber at the 15. Everybody else on the line of scrimmage. Tiger's going to have to do a good job of trying to hold them out. Zeisenkamp takes the snap. Here they come, and he gets it away. It's a good, booming punt. It's going to land at the five, and almost got downed by Allen. It just went into the end zone. It bounced up into the air and then back. That is a 51-yard punt. Unfortunately, it goes into the end zone. There's a minute 49 to go. Northwest Missouri State has it their own 20, down 11 to the Tigers, 17-6. to six. You know, I want to say something about a couple of guys guys on the team one of those guys is Ryan Allen um, there's going to be a couple of others on this uh, on this team too Calvin Stapp's one of them these are guys who got playing time last year real playing time in games that that time has been little to none in, here in 2023 and that's Ryan Allen 
sprinting his heart out to try to get the ball. We mentioned Calvin Stapp's name earlier on special teams. These are guys who are trying to help the program win games even though they're not in the role they were a year ago and would love to be, but they're just not, and they're still trying as hard. First and 10 Bearcats, and now a flag is thrown right as the ball is stabbed. I think Northwest going to get penalized, illegal procedure. Moving back five to the 15-yard line. False start, number 74, offense. Five-yard penalty, first down. Derek Wire, their right tackle out of Harlan, Iowa. Trying to get that uh, Kansas City Chiefs right tackle, a <laughs> little, little extra half a half a step. They call it in college. The NFL, they kind of let that go, don't they? So it's now first and 15 for the, Bearca- for the Bearcats from the 15. And a quick hitter to Alexander. They get the penalty yardage back as he stretches out to catch it at the 20. And then step out of bounds, stopping the clock. Bringing up second down and 10 with a minute 45 to go. Some of the folks heading home on what has been a well-played night by the Tigers. Tigers have two safeties 20 yards off the football. Brandon Perez back there. Here's a blitz. They are a pressure on the quarterback. And Martin picks it all the way out across the 30 and gets taken out of the 31-yard line. He picks up 11. He gets a first down and took a pretty big hit. He did not slide. He kept running to get the first down. Northwest, though, trying to hurry. They're down 11 and only a minute 33 to go in a game. They have it first and 10 of their own 30-yard line. Three receivers right, two left, empty backfield for Henry Martin. On the entire way tonight. He wants to throw. He's got a man. It's going to be Tank Young, the running back, out across the 40 and spun down at the 41-yard line, or make that the 44-yard line. A gain of 13 brought down by John Johnson. But Fort A. State giving the middle. They're letting Northwest take that and try to prevent the deep ball. Minute 10 to go now. Northwest down 11. First and 10 from the 44, four-man rush. It's caught here by Jake Weber. He's taken down at midfield, Travion Mitchell and John Johnson. But the clock keeps rolling at the 50-yard line and a gain of six. Florida State defense, despite giving up these yards, are playing this really well right now, playing it perfectly. Down to 48, they're making Northwest use time. Keeping him in bounds. 48 seconds left. Martin to throw. He's got a man. It's Young, and Young gets tripped up. He does get out of bounds near the first down. Let's see where they stepped out. He stepped out of the 48. He's going to be short by about a yard and a half. For a team that is one for 14 on third down tonight. John Johnson, that tackle. Now it's third down and two in what is obviously four down territory for Northwest as they trail the Tigers here by 11 with 39 seconds to go. Two receivers left and right. Young, the running back, snap back to Martin. He throws deep downfield. It's going to be caught. Nice grab by Rashad Shelton between Mitchell and Brandt. Holds it in at the 27-yard line. Gain of 21 in the first down. Just their second, third down conversion this game. Tigers going to make a change in the in the secondary. Caleb Pillow in, Sam Brandt out. 34 seconds to go now. Fort A. State has not given up a touchdown tonight. There's Martin to throw. He'll dump it in the middle. It's caught by Young. He gets hit, spins off a tackle, and then the initial guy who tripped him up comes in. That's Benny Williams to finish him off. He broke out of Benny's initial tackle, but he's able to come back and get him at the 23-yard line. Gain of only four, and now it's second down and six. Martin throws across the middle. It's going to be caught. That is Giagari. He's got a first down at the 12-yard line, but only five seconds to go. 
And you hear the crowd. Northwest going to try to get a touchdown. That's going to be the only thing left. They spike it now, and that's it. The clock runs out. The ball that's game the is over, game. and Fort A State has won it. Party like it's 1968. Fort A State, for the first time since 1968, beats Northwest Missouri State at Lewis Field. And the defense was spectacular tonight. It's 17-6, and the Fort A. State Tigers knock off the nationally ranked Northwest Missouri State Bearcats. What a win tonight for Fort A. State. They knock off the Bearcats here at Lewis Field. 17-6 the final. We will take a break. Our post game is next. This is the Tiger Sports Network, built by PWC. Coach, congratulations on the win. We talked about it last week. There was a lot of football left to go. There was a lot still out in front of you guys, and kind of proved that tonight. Yeah, there's still a long season left. You know, we've only got we're only three games in. You know, we got. Eight more to go, at least, hopefully, you know. And, uh, you know, our kids played really well tonight. Um, they did the things we asked them to do. I mean, this week's practice was really, really good. They were locked in. They were focused. I mean, all credit goes to these, these young men and, and, and what they did through the week to prepare themselves and, and just the way they played tonight. They stayed composed. Um, even when think we hit, adversity hit, we stayed together as a team. We stayed together as a family, and, and, and we fought through it. How big was it never to have fallen behind in that game? There was chances for Northwest to take the lead, but your team stayed out in front. It's just, you know, when things happen, our guys just, they just kept believing. You know, right? there, there was no doubt in their mind they're going to play for four quarters and, and, and play the best that they possibly could and, and go make the plays when needed. And, you know, our kids did that. I mean, they, they fought and battled and, and scrapped. And, you know, hats off to them. And they, they, they just did what we asked them to do. And they played harder than they did last week. And if we could keep building off of this, this could be a really darn good football team. We talk a lot about physicality with you, and, and you, you preach it. It seemed like that, especially on the defensive side, but there was moments on offense, too, that your team was certainly bringing the physicality to the game. We're getting closer, and that's a big part of the game is physicality. And if you can play physical and aggressive and, and relentless, you know, great things can happen for a football team because that's, that's what wins football games is, is physicality. Um, creates turnovers. It creates explosive plays. You know, all those different things that go into it. But physicality is a big part of this game, and that's a big part of what I preach. You know, we, have, we still have to get more physical. But I don't know if it'll ever be physical enough for me, but I'm proud of the way these kids play tonight. They got after it. They scrapped, and they battled till the end. Defensively, your team does not give up a touchdown tonight, saying a lot about their effort because there was twice that Northwest Missouri State was inside the 10. Great effort. Great effort. You know, still probably could have got off the field, you know, a few times, but, uh, you know, had a few turnovers. That put us in some bad positions. But, you know, they, they fought and scrapped and only gave up field goals. And that says a lot about your guys and how they're coming together defensively and, and believing in one another. And just, you know, you could just feel the energy and the excitement and, you know, the grit that these guys had during this game. Was there something during the week or something in pregame warm-ups that just let you know that this team had fully moved on from the Pitt State game and that they were ready for this moment? You just tell the first day of practice, you know. I mean, we, we had our meetings, you know, on Sunday and, and, and went through those. And then Monday's practice, these guys were locked and ready to go and then moving on to the next one because you know, these guys aren't losers, man. They, they want to win. They want to compete and they want to battle. And I think they showed that tonight that they, they're going to compete for four quarters and get after it. And, you know, we got another one next week, next week that's going to be tough as well. And these guys will come in and be ready this week. And, you know, they, just, you know, they need to enjoy this one. I mean, it's a big, huge win for us and uh, just not too much. 
Well, there is a uh, there, there's a team wins, and this is certainly one of them. There were guys who were stepping up that that aren't starters, that were starters. The offense, the defense, the special teams. I mean, this was a true team victory tonight. Yes, it was, and that's something we've been preaching since you know this entire season. It, it, it's we, you know, it's not about me or our coaching staff or the players that make the plays on the field. It's about we. What can we do to make this team better, and how can we win? And how can you know we hold each other accountable, and how can we be more disciplined, and how can we believe, you know, as a family, and uh, you know that they showed us tonight, they, they they truly believed as a group, and and they played as a group, and you know this is a true family. You mentioned at the start of this that there's still a lot of football out in front, but a win over Northwest Missouri State is pretty sweet. It is. It's a nice win, and you know, Rich Wright and I are really are really good friends, so it's, you know, it's. It's good to get this win, and our kids needed this win. And, uh, you know, they fought and scrapped for it. And, you know, hopefully this is just the start of a, of a new beginning. Coach, congratulations. Thank Eric, you. Congratulations on the victory. First of all, just the, the change of emotion from, you know, seven, eight days ago against Pitt State to tonight and, and being able to revel in this a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, we played four quarters. You know, the whole team, we came together picking each other up. I mean, it was fun. You weren't on the field a lot at the beginning of the game. No. Gavin gets hurt. You come in and have a, a monster game. Was there something that was allowing you to do that, or was it just waiting for your moment and, and getting the chance? No, it's just like preparing. You know, I got Gavin and uh, Miles in front of me. They teach me a lot. They help me work a little bit. And, you know, you got Coach Hickle. He's always on me, you know, getting it, trying to get everything, you know. So... When it came to playing against Northwest Missouri State, that is a big name in this conference. Did it really matter, though, going into it? Does, does this team view every game as just the next game? Um, yeah, we, you know, we prepared for, like, Northwest Missouri State. You know, we, we talked about how good they are and how good they are. But that just, you know, we made us want it more, you know. So, like, we got, went out there and you, we played. You, you were given credit for the forced fumble mm-hmm. down towards the goal line. What happened on that play? Because that's a ways from where your position yeah. starts. So, um, you know, we always preached, you know, run to the ball, run to the ball. And I think I just put my helmet down and put it right on the ball. You know. One and a half sacks in the game as well for you. Well, um, that was pretty good. One of them, um, Evan Darville set me up for, so thank you to him. Defense doesn't allow a single touchdown tonight. It's not a shutout, but it's no touchdowns, and that's about as close as you can get. Yeah, we played really good as a defensive unit tonight. Was there a time that it ever felt like that Northwest Missouri State was starting to kind of gain some traction, gain a little momentum in this game? Uh, yeah, it did a little bit sometimes, but um, we, we did a really good job tonight of just lifting each other up. Everybody's out there on the sidelines, everybody just going crazy whenever something happens. You know, it was, it was really fun. There was times, and every team does this, where it seems like the offense has their benches and the defense have their benches and they kind of hang out there. There was very little of that tonight, except when, you know, maybe coaches were talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like every, everybody, it, it was fun. Everybody just patting each other on the back, like I'm cheering on the offense, let's go, and then they're cheering on, on the defense. So, Same thing that we asked Bryson earlier. How long do you get to enjoy this win before it's on to the next game? Oh, it's going to be tomorrow probably. I'll probably start watching film over uh, Missouri Western. Is that kind of the mentality of this entire team? Like, yeah, it's, it's great, whatever the result is, but it's, it's, there's better things to come yet? Yeah, we played good tonight, but we got to get back in the film room, see. I mean, we definitely messed up a couple plays. You know, we got to fix that and get on to next week. Congratulations. Yes, sir. Thank you. Bryson, congratulations on the win. First of all, we got to see some arm talent tonight in the first half. Uh, how excited were you to be able to throw a pass this evening? Uh, it was, it was, I was pretty excited because we've been prepping on it at practice for, um, for this past week, and we knew it was going to be a, a, be a big play I was just off how, how they defense react to, you know what I'm saying, 
receivers coming out the backfield and they just over aggressive. So we knew it was going to be a big play. Are you going to be asking for more time at quarterback now after you're being one for one and, and some big yards? I mean, it's up to the coaches. I'm ready. For, I'm ready for whatever they want me to do. But as far as quarterback, yeah, I'm. I'm I'll be happy to do it again. You had a big game tonight, uh, statistically speaking, with uh, four catches, 109 yards, two touchdowns on a couple of those touchdowns. What did you see that, that got yourself open and, and able to score those touchdowns? Well, it was just one-on-one coverage, just beating, just winning the route. Honestly, that's all it was, was beating them with speed and high point the ball, honestly. That's all it really was. You're still fairly new to the Fort Hay State program, but a win over Northwest Missouri State, a nationally ranked ball team, how much does it mean to somebody who's still pretty new to the program? I mean, it's a win is a win. We're going to take it however it comes. So no matter the opponent, honestly, it's, we're just trying to be 1-0 and each week. It's been a long time coming for you to step on the field. This was a long process for you to actually play for Fort Hay State. How sweet is it to, to have a game like this? Um, it's just a blessing, man. It's just... Just show how much of the work that I I kept putting in while I was unable to play, and it's just a good feeling to, to have it on display. I know that you've had an opportunity now to taste this a little bit, but is there still room to grow as a wide receiver here with Fort Hay State? There's always room to grow. You never really stop progressing, honestly, in this sport. So that's how I look look uh, look at it. Is this uh, your introduction to the MIAA of of Bryson Smith and what's what's possible? Most definitely. This is the coming out party, so everybody can see now what it is. There was some times where the offense stalled out a little bit, unable to move the ball. Northwest had an opportunity to be able to to maybe take the lead. Defense stepped up and was able to do some things. Then the offense got rolled in. We asked Chris Brown, this, the coach, earlier. Uh, this was a true team win. Yeah, it was very much so that, I mean, we couldn't, we couldn't have done it without the D because the times we was three and out, they was making stops and, the time they were making stops, we would go score. It's just, it all worked together in the end. How quickly does everybody have to move on to start getting ready for the next opponent? Give them about 24 hours. <laughs> 24 hour rule, or maybe just after the night, by the morning. <laughs> but we ain't dwelling on this. We on to the Knicks. Bryson, congratulations. Thank you.